Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Right in your hair. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's uh, 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. Let's get this thing going, shall we? I'm very excited to get going because I had an email uh, last night. I was excited to read first thing in the morning. First thing. Oh. Get right to it. it says, uh, Dear John, I think, at least I think I know the guy from the Diamondbacks game you were talking about. Uh, with the Seattle girlfriend. Ah! Nice. So his name is Justin. His girlfriend is exactly who you made her out to be. I work with him. Uh, he works for, or, uh, sorry, we work for a tech company. And uh, he'll travel from uh, his hometown of Seattle. It's where he's based. Uh, he comes here. He goes to L.A. and Denver all the time. Huge Mariners fan. Follows him all over the place. His horrible girlfriend uh, was at dinner with us last Thursday. Tried that whole cops take water from the homeless speech while we were all sitting there. Justin is sort of one of our corporate guys, so no one really says anything when she gets going. Uh, and it never got heated, but she made the claim that Phoenix police are actively encouraged to attack the homeless. <laughs> Keep them from drinking, and it's all an attempt to kill them. She is massive Seattle. Everything is corporate greed, defunding the police, and you nailed it uh, with the part where she said no one but, uh, pays taxes except her. My wife and I looked at each other in the car when you were doing this, he said this morning, meaning yesterday, and started laughing. And I said, that's Justin. Uh, I get to talk to him later today. He's back in Seattle now. And I'll ask him if he got into a fight on his way into the ballpark. You said what all of us have said about her and want to tell him. So thank you. If it is him. uh, But let me say this. There were about eight or nine other people at that dinner from Seattle. And they all feel the same way as she does. I work with Seattle a lot. And most of them are just flat out communists. It's a weird cuck cult. (laughs) Toledo would be Ronald Reagan if he went up to Seattle. <laughs> Thanks for crushing her. I, I hope it was Justin. And Justin, Holmberg's right. You can do a lot better, man. Uh, signed Harris V. Well, there you go. We might have gotten the, the one degree nice. of separation to get to that Justin away from that horrible, horrible Seattle woman. Forward him, forward him the podcast. Have and if not, it. Toledo will send it to you. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. Exa- Harris. Yes. That's exactly right. I'm going to give Toledo Harris's email. Yes. Although maybe we'd be culpable in something. She's a, she sounds like a sewer. <laughs> Amazing how much information she has coming from Seattle. Well, I mean, she's so knowledgeable. Oh, no, that's that's what my, my print up is. I, it was about 17 pages long. I give you the first paragraph. I'll get, to, I'll get it to you. I like that. I'll get it to you, Richard. That's a good band name. The Cult Cult is yeah. a great band name. <laughs> it's Toledo and Ian Asbury. And it'd be pretty great. Yeah, so uh, we, we may have done a serious service yesterday and you know what would be great if it isn't them and some guy named justin in seattle is told by all of his co-workers it's time to dump that bitch and it has nothing to do with what we talked about it's just some other crazy seattle lady i got emails yesterday from people who were like my sister moved to seattle and it changed her like i don't know what's going on up there i don't know how bad it is that the the uh, the cult of seattle has taken over but it was the, tough to watch the northwest yesterday. there's uh there's converting that something's happening. going on 
Big time. Like, it's gone. Like my friend, was just, uh, our buddy Chris, was just up in Portland. Yeah. And he's like, man, it is, like, it's not it's not the same place. The same way they see Florida's different. This one's going the other way. Like, it's crazy the opposite direction. So, I'm, yeah, I'm happy here. I like it right here. But the big thing we got to remember is uh, we need to root it up a little bit, Phoenix. We, we did it pretty good with, well, Philadelphians were easy to be rude to. But we need to be a little, we need to get a reputation as a little less laid back, a little more. We need that meth and fentanyl to start rolling through the cities a little heavier. This weather's probably helping. And saying we're out of water is a good thing. I think we're capped out. I think we're all done here. Let no more people. You got, we got five years, man. Then we're out of water. Yeah, that's We need to perpetuate that in a big way. We need to start saying, and you know what, listeners, don't email us and go, you guys are out of your minds with this liberal environmental stuff. You know the truth. <laughs> we're doing this to keep Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Boston, Boston, Portland, Seattle. We're keeping them at home. Keep them from wanting to come here. So bring their ideas. California moving here is a bad thing. They'll bring their ideas. And we don't want their ideas. It's horrible. So my friend Thomas always said that about Germany. Worst thing ever happened. Germany tore that wall down. Like, oh, that's a beautiful moment for humanity. I know. And the East Germans rolled over and started to deal with all those ideas. That's right. I didn't even think of that. All those communists for years were like, all right, now it's we're one country now and our ideas count too. I ruined it. You bring all those commie ideas into a regular society and they ruin it because they throw fit after fit till they get their way. He was right. Germany handles things differently. Speak on it, brother. Yeah, I was, I was sitting there. Oh, you're crazy. The Berlin Wall falling was a... Remember Hasselhoff was standing on it? It was a wonderful, it was a wonderful day. We celebrated greatly a win for democracy. No, democracy lost that day, Johnny. That lost in a big way. We had them corralled. And I'm like, oh. Fast forward 25 years, I'm like, man, he was right. We had him behind a wall. What were we thinking? If we could build a wall around Seattle and L.A., wouldn't we do it? Keep your crappy communist ideas there. We know where you are. Know where to avoid. I got a piece of that wall, so if we all turn them in, maybe we can put that wall back together. Who got you a chunk of the wall? A uh, buddy of mine that went out, Dr. Goldtooth. He was over there. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. He was there when, for it? Uh, no, just happened to be there while no it was kidding. happening. What an interesting thing. Went over there, took a chunk of the wall. Yep. Brought back up, you know, eight or ten chunks and gave it to friends. Dr. Goldtooth is like the most interesting man in the yeah. world. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Also insane. It, well, very but, true. Yeah. But. Brady's friend, Dr. Goldtooth, seems like a heck of a nice guy that you would be like, all right, well, you're also a trip to Mexico. At any given time, this could go sideways. I'm not going to hang out with you very long. You're insane. It's uh, yeah, that's the tip of it. You're right, Brett. The stuff that he's done <laughs> and around insane. the world, the traveling, yeah, crazy the stories are outrageous. Epic. But you know, nothing. I'm sure the Germans love more than a tourist just bobbing around, going, "Hey, is that wall coming down? I'll take some with." <laughs> oh boy, it, that was their fight for years, and some guy from Ohio just took eight or nine chunks home. They're doing it. Yeah, yeah. every well, they they had yeah. a right to it. Yeah, yeah. That's like you know, showing up at somebody's house, going, "Oh." I don't know you, but I'm going to take like eight or nine of these things because you're not using them. I keep their cool me ideas behind a wall. That's what you do. Thomas was all about walls a quarter of a century ago. You've got to build a wall around that. <laughs> like what? Build a wall. The Chinese were right. You build a wall. Look, it's a great feature. And I still got it up. He's right. Never once did they try to tear down that great wall of China. Still bent out of shape about Hadrian's wall. 
Should have kept it up. Should have kept it up. Nah, nah, you had the bad guys on one side. You had it all corralled up. Build one around the zone. He's not wrong. I start realizing walls aren't so bad. I got one around my property. There's a reason. Yeah, I might as well build one around the city. Keep those uh, Seattle people out. But I hope Justin breaks up with whatever that is. Even if Justin isn't the guy I saw at the game yesterday whose shrew wife, girlfriend, was just going bananas on the walk over to the ballpark. That's got to be the match. Yeah, maybe. It doesn't have to be. It, well, And that would be even funnier if it wasn't. But it sounds pretty amazing good. amazing that they're on the same page as far as the water and the cops. But he even said at that dinner, eight or nine other people at that table were on board with it. My, uh, Our friend, uh, we used to know his sister, uh, emailed me and he's like, my sister went up there. She's all about defund the police now. She's... Uh, He's like, I, you know, I don't even talk to her about things like that. She's all Seattled up. And it's weird because Tripp's up there all the time. He comes back and he's like, it is a strange town when it comes to, like, dealing with things. I'm like, no kidding. But Tripp has long hair now. Yeah, he's a hippie. Yeah, he's in on it. Playing he's, hacky sack when he's <laughs> walking into the building uh, and stuff. Uh, uh, who wants to smoke a fat blunt and hate the cops together? Yeah. <laughs> Seattle Trip is like, yeah. even flow. Kick it to me. <laughs> Word flannel. Thoughts arrive like, mm, mm, mm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got that. And then I saw like they did a bunch of news stories. I don't know what channel it was on uh, on airplane stuff. In the last week, they've had to cut a fat man out of his seat. Another guy got kicked off the plane for complaining. They're calling it fat shaming. The guy next to him. They showed a picture of his seat. The guy was sitting next to him. I would have complained, too. I'm like, look, I need another seat. It was a five-and-a-half-hour flight. I don't remember from where to where. It's not enough room. The dude was in his seat, just crammed over. This blob was hanging over, and, he's, and he, he got mad because everybody's like, well, sir, there's no other seats. And he's like, then I want my money back. I'm not going to sit like this for five hours. And they're like, why? They made him say it, and he said, because this guy is too big. And, you know, he was trying to be nice. in the stu- And then, so they kicked him off the plane. And everybody like, and the fat guy got all sorts of extra stuff. And it's like they wouldn't let it be. If you are in that's the a, other seat, you're paying plan. for it. Get huge, get gargantuan. No one sits next to you. Yeah, if you go up and say, "Hey, this guy sitting next to me is in my seat," like if you were a woman, and the guy's arm was on you, it's assault. But it's two dudes. This guy's blobbed over. His arm didn't. It was hanging on his. Fat apron, whatever the thing is, they're those they're not lats, but where, where muscles would be if he had any, and he's kind of got his arms resting on his own fat sides, and his his hand was hovering over the dude's chest. They're called uh, flats. What they were? The they, handles meet the flats. They are the fats, is what they were called. They were huge, and his arm was hovering above the dude's chest. If he moved, he bumps into that guy. It was somebody else's video camera, and he's like, "I I want off the plane." This guy's touching me the whole time. Sir, just sit in your seat. No. Yeah, you, you hover over like that. You're a two. You're a two because now you, can't make, you, now you can't make him buy two seats because he's got a lawsuit. They kicked that dude off. the. Uh, I, I forget what airline it was. I think it was an international one. And then there was another lady, and this was pretty brilliant. I have to say, there's been a rash of this going on on planes where parents are buying tickets separate from their kids and then like in a bulkhead or you know they can't do the emergency out but you get the bulkhead or you get a yeah. better you get a better seat you put your kid in there and then you go over and you go hey 
would you mind switching seats with me? And then they've got some middle crud seat. Would you mind switching seats with me so I can sit with my child? And you put the guilt on the person who's flying solo, like, all right, fine. And then they get like an aisle seat and you have to go sit. And a lot of people have been saying, no, this lady booked two kids in the aisle and then booked herself in a center seat in the back. And then the lady sat there and said, no, I'm not going to move. Her kids were told to go bananas. Drive this bitch nuts. <laughs> Drive her crazy. And then finally she'll go, okay, fine, I'll switch. But she pulled the ultimate switcheroo when the lady said, no, I'm not switching. She says, okay. Her kids told drive the lady crazy the entire flight. Be awful. They were. The lady comes back and goes, I'll switch with you. And she goes, nope, you're with them. And punished her by sitting with her rat kids the whole flight. Then had the nerve to do some sort of op-ed piece in the newspaper in her town that said, you know what you should do? Always switch seats with the person who asks you because you never know if those kids, my kids are a terror. You bitch. That means you're a terrible parent. That's right. And she took pride in it for vengeance against someone else. It's awful. She told her kids, you should probably act up a little bit if mommy's not sitting next to you. So that lady will switch. And when she asked, she said no. Because I guess the lady told her right off the bat. She goes, no, we have assigned seats on and I'm staying in my seat. I've got an aisle seat. You've got a middle. I don't want that. Okay, assigned seats it is. She went and sat in her thing, and then she came back. And it was the it was the Seinfeld "Don't Have a Square to Spare" episode. <laughs> it's basically no assigned seats. We're not allowed to switch. Remember, and she's like, "You bitch!" I, people are going to get people are going to start getting killed getting off airplanes. The way we're behaving on planes, like with well, you it's know, an all time high. Nice people, the, the flight rage is it, it's coming it's like close. One of, in every five flights, yeah. like it's it's ridiculous. They used to take weapons away from us so we didn't hijack the plane. Now they got to do it so we don't kill the other passengers. People are acting like idiots on planes. That's a bad one. Yeah, the uh, this is the it says uh, the eight, the dude that got on the uh, fat guy flight, eighteen years old, said he was traveling to it was a twelve hour flight. Actually, I said five Ooh. twelve. Yeah. And he said, I, I tried to at first deal with it. I couldn't. I went up. I told the flight attendant about it. She said the seat was paid for by the obese person. The flight was full. There's nothing we could do. I asked the flight attendant how possible uh, that my seat still rendered as available if it's being used by this guy's arms. <laughs> she said, it's added on this airline. Absolutely terrible. A few years ago, we can't do that. It makes them feel bad. So you have to sit in your seat. So the comments prompted the flight attendant to call me rude and say, just sit next to him. He can't help it. Like, how do you know if he can help it or not? He might be doing it on purpose. They made me the bad person, made an announcement over the thing, said there was a problem. They were going to have to land and take an unruly passenger off the plane. It was him. Wow. He can't help it. Put down the chalk and dials and you'll be fine. He can help it. Yeah. He said, I'll Maybe there's got to be, you know, well, evidently that was an absolutely full flight. Yeah. Like, just bump them up. You know, if that's a 12-hour flight, that sounds like it's going over to, yeah, over the pond. Or, oh, it's jumping. It's going somewhere far. It's put them in crazy. business class. 12 hours with a stranger next to you is bad enough, let alone just a stranger. leaking over into your seat. <laughs> Literally leaking. Great word for Ugh. it. Leaking into your chair. That <laughs> seems to be a problem. There's gravy in yeah. my seat. And he's getting bigger. Something's going on here. Oh, it's just, I can't imagine it. That's why JSX is great. Private. Fly private if you can. Pay the extra. I know people are like, that's pricey. Nope. I don't care. I used to get guff for flying first class to Las Vegas, but 
Have you sat in that thing with those people on their way to Vegas and on their way back? Dear God. There is a drastic change in humanity's behavior from coach to first class. Now, occasionally, first class is filled with terrorists, and you got to keep your eyes open for that. I'll take it over kids. I I would take, Brett, I couldn't be, uh, but 17 and under. Oh yeah, I'd rather sit next to an Al Qaeda. Oh at yeah, least I got, at least I got a chance. I'll give my box cutter too. <laughs> I'm like, I might join. Yeah, <laughs> if there's enough kids on the plane, I'm with you. Let's take this down. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, you get your kids up there, and very rarely are there kids in first class. When there are, it's like, oh, those parents just don't get it. Those kids haven't earned first class. You stick them in coach. They're small, and they can do anything back there. Their seats are like first class. <laughs> Adults sit up front. Oh. Yeah, it is weird. It is a drastic change in even business class. Every time there's a curtain, the next group is better than the one behind it. That's a truth. And I feel bad because it's like 40% of the people in coach don't want to be there. They just they just went cheap. They need to build, you know, first class air would be a nice thing. All the seats are first class. You don't even have a coach. Well, just it should, oh. it should be like the cruise lines where like they have the Disney cruise line for all the kids. Yes. An adults only airline. Sort of an Uber black. Yeah. Yeah, you, I'll pay extra you to not section. have this. Oh. You have a back section? No. No. I've been a big fan of the idea that kids shouldn't be allowed to travel. You shouldn't be allowed to. Like, if you can't drive a car until you're 16, and you can't rent a car until you're 25, you can't be on a plane with adults until you're, I don't know, at least 30. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's crazy. I'd say. Uh, or they have to trank it. How about that? Like a dog. Oh, that's a good idea. They have to trank the kid. If it's under 10, under it has, 10, to, it has, yeah. to, it has to be. Put him in cargo. <laughs> and have a cargo section. Nobody. <laughs> you don't want to travel with it. No. Even parents don't want to travel. That lady's buying tickets separate from her kids. Just have the, uh, you know, when the refreshment cart goes out, it's just Benadryl for Well, sometimes that juices them up. My buddy Jeff Bowers tried to Benadryl his kid and it turned him into a cokehead. Oh, really? Oh, it's the opposite. Some kids go bananas on the allergy medicine. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Bowers' kid was nuts anyway, but this thing went insane on the Benadryl and they because they were trying to keep him cool. Uh-uh. So I wouldn't risk that just in case. Trank. Needle in the arm trank. We're talking like zoo tranquilizer. Out. How long is he going to be asleep? You could tag him if you wanted to. Like, you know, when they do bears, just drop it like a bad habit. Just have that section of half-dead kids in the back of the plane like good. It's out. It's just a ragdoll all the way in. And then, you know, maybe a little adrenaline shot in the heart through the cla- through the breastbone like in Pulp Fiction when they land. Honey, we're here. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Perfect. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you take up two seats, you have to admit you take up two seats. Don't let some 18. 18- you know, on a 12-hour flight, if you're touching the guy next to you because you're so big, you should at least go, hey, I'm going to kick in for your seat. I feel bad. At the ticketing booth, a couple just dollars. like they do with luggage, you got to put it. It's got to fit in here. Your ass has got to fit in a seat too. If it goes over, done. Is, is this Italia Air? Is this how they? <laughs> oh, what do we got here? This guy's had a lot of gabagoo. Look, Jumbo. Uh, this ain't Operation Dumbo Drop. There's, a, there's an assigned seat for you, and you're going to take up trains. This isn't a C one thirty. Yeah, what do we got here? It's a cargo jet. <laughs> I want to pat you down, but uh, I got to go through the layers. Weren't you a manatee in a past life or in this one? How did you get out of the ocean? Why don't you just swim to your location? The thing is, you know, the problem would be is if somebody bought two seats and somebody would actually want to sit in that seat. That's, just kind yeah. of like, well, yeah. look, if I was. It's third, weird enough sharing that arm 
that, you know, you, you switch it off a little bit. Not your me. arm. Oh, rest. I stretch out as soon as I get yeah. on. Everybody I'm gets done. left. It's just how yeah. it is. You just don't. You don't get the one to your right. I'm That's just it. saying. Everybody gets a left. You arm. gotta. You if gotta you, work that deal eventually. Most of the time, I keep them in the center. But if it keeps it universal that everybody keep gets the one to the left, nobody has a problem with that. Now, the uh, window person can automatically get two. That's a benefit of being crammed up against the side of the plane. Aisle, middle, goes left, and the other person goes left and right because they can. There's no one to the right. That's the smart uh, move. But, yeah, if you're battling over an elbow thing, you're being a dick because you're going right. You go away from the person. That's it. Really just etiquette on the plane. Yeah. And it's not so much the battle. It's just every now and then you're not paying attention. You get that one. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. We touched. Lawsuit. You saw Daryl Hammond when I told him that he gave me a little push. You're claiming I assaulted you. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just saying you kind of reached up and touched me. I never laid my hands on you. I'm like, we got these people out there in this Relax, world? pal. You bump into this person, you're going to be standing in a courtroom. <laughs> There's loonies out there. Yeah. We need you. Brett's right. That's a good idea. First off, the cargo, kids in cargo is the way to go. Like, nobody wants to sit by your kid. You're the only one who loves your kid the way you love your kid. No one else really wants to deal with it until it becomes an adult. And when they're not, nobody wants to see it or deal with it. You do. And then uh, first-class airlines is a good idea. All the seats are first-class. That's a good idea. And scattered around. Proof that nobody really wants to sit by each other is that when you pay extra, if you ever go into that first-class, it's a hodgepodge. They don't even put seats next to each other. It's like one's here, one's over here. It's like everything's just kind of on its own. Like you don't even have to sit by someone. It's it's humanity's golden era to say, I don't have to sit by a stranger. It's what we really want. We don't want people knocking on our doors. We don't want some fat stranger sitting next to us. We really don't want small talk on a plane with somebody we don't know. We want an individual independent pod. And you pay extra, you get one. First class air. That's the way to go. Love it. My friend Marty just drove to Ohio. Why? Because you know why? Because he's a decent human being. He's got kids. Oh, and he's like, I'm not putting them on a flight like that. He drove them. Wow, better man than me. Yeah, and he said, you know what? It saved me four grand because of the kids being on there. And he said, I got got time with the fam. That's how Marty talks. <clears throat> and uh, you know whether he wanted it or not, but he, ha- you know, you made the kids, you live with it. You don't put them on somebody else's thing. I like first class. Here. Last night I had a great, Brady had been very uncomfortable. These Mor- Remember the Mormons I hid from in the neighbors and I had to hop the fence and stuff like that because they were on my doorstep? Yeah. Uh, they've been back probably five times. Now, Mormons' uh, deal is they do a light knock, a heavier knock, a third bash knock. And they wait like seven minutes between knocks. They're patient. Right? <laughs> so, you know, I've got the front door there and then the big wide open window. So up they walked. They were there, uh, they were there last Wednesday. Or Tuesday, uh, then again this weekend at 8 in the morning on a Saturday, which following Friday night was not. Yeah. And then uh, last night about 8 o'clock. Knock on the door, windows wide open, sitting on the couch, look over. What's up there, elder idiot? Next knock, like nope. To her credit, Megan walks in the room, slams the blind closed right in front of her. <laughs> They had the nerve one more time. They're, they're coming back. They know, well, they just stood there. They stand on your porch forever. Giggled like a little kid for an hour. Those idiots. And now I want them to come back every day so I can do another grand gesture 
to let them know, yes, I am home, and no, I am not answering the door. Mormons, new approach. It's 2023. This door-to-door thing, you're pushing. That's you, a tough gig. You want <laughs> them and their tough gig. It's a tough gig for the homeowner. Yeah. We don't want you. Better. It's outdated. Hey, look, it's it's over. This door-to-door thing. You notice that even those uh, uh, crackheads that used to come sell magazines to your head, they don't even come by anymore? They, everybody knows that's over. You are pushing people away from Mormonism with this approach. Stop it. If nobody wants to be a Mormon, you can't do it on their doorstep. You're going to get beat up. Now, knock it off at my house. Leaving notes on the door. Give us a call. I left a note up there this morning. It said, uh, uh, f*** off. Quit knocking on my door. It's done. Hey, Mormons. I'm going to get a sign that says, no Mormons. <laughs> no Mormons. I'm done with you. They park far away and walk up. They park their bikes far away? No, they're they're driving. That's what? the orphan. Oh, wait a minute now. Being babies. I want the OG Mormons. I do too. I want you. If Look, I don't care that you got assigned here from your two-year mission from college where you should be learning. Instead, you're doing this nonsense banging on people's doors and driving them away. I uh, I emailed a guy who I know is Mormon. I'm like, what's the success rate in your Mormon church for this? And he goes, less than 1%. You guys need a closer. <laughs> less than 1%. What kind of f- business model continues on with a under 1% success rate? I'll tell you what. KDKB, that's the only other one. <laughs> it's amazing. KDKB and the Mormons have the exact same plan. That's got to be it. The WNBA, I have to throw that in there too. Although I think they even have a little bit more than one percent of their you know money comes back. But yeah, you get assigned Phoenix in the summertime. You don't get the Hyundai. You hoof it. You bike. Otherwise, I'm not interested. I'm still not answering the door for you. But it's very warm. That's not my problem. You picked the wrong religion. And it's not uh, phase two or whatever. Um, no, no, not the, the Scientologists LDS. have pulled this phase two. They're gone. I don't, I'm, you know, I, evidently oh, they'll we, be back. Well, well, they'll be back. <laughs> phase two is very. They're very patient. Look, they killed Shelly Miscavige. I haven't said a word for like seven years. They've they bide their time. I'm fine with that. But you Mormons, I mean, come on. You have meetings every goddamn day. They have that giant temple over in Gilbert. Have a seat. No, none of us are allowed in. And just go look. We're pissing everyone off. Do you realize you're pissing everyone off? No one other than Brady is happy about this when somebody comes to their door. Well, our program seems to be working pretty good. You know what? Not this neighborhood. Go up to Phoenix. Yeah, Y'all come to mine. That's fine. Oh, oh, I love it. I have to bring them all on. I'd love to have a gaggle of them in the front yard. <laughs> That's what's funny. We don't get them in our in yeah. our neighborhood. They got it, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, solar panels and uh, pest oh, services. Yeah. Door to door. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh us my too. God! Yeah, no, you get that too. Oh yeah, that's not happening in my. The hood. best thing to do. Oh, uh, did we, we talk to you about solar panels? I don't know, man. I rent. Oh, yeah. that is a good one. That, right that's there. the best way. Yeah, the best thing to do is not answer the door. Well, I don't normally, but if I get caught in the garage or nope. something, and- walk away from them. There's nothing better. I've done that. We stand in the front yard, and a guy starts coming up. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. Can I talk to you? Let me just go. Just walk from them as if they don't exist, and go right back in the house and shut the door. And they'll stand in your yard like he's coming back with something. Just cleaning my gun. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to make you stand embarrassing and make a weird human decision to not be there anymore. I can't just walk away from me. What do I do? I've had a couple of them sit down on my patio furniture like, and they, I'll, I'll leave them out there till they're skeletons. I'm not going back out. I'll walk right by you. 2023, if I do not know you're coming over, you don't exist. 
period. If you're on my porch going, I just thought it'd pop in, I'll walk right. I don't care if it's my dad. I'll walk right by. You should have texted me. And I'll ask him, like, do you have my text number? Huh? Do you have my text number? Well, no, I know. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why we're not friends and you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be on my porch. We shouldn't be here. We're not going to be friends at the end of this. And they all have that uh, learned how to walk up to a door. How about the weather we're having here? Oh, God. I just better go inside. Now, he'll be back. No, he won't. He's going inside for a long time. Yeah. Door-to-door people. I don't have any of those. Like, I have occasionally I'll find that bag of rocks with a landscaper's card in it. Oh, they fling those out they the car. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know what? The Mexicans have it right. Fling things into my driveway and leave me alone. I'll make the decision on my own later. But I wonder if it's just because of where you're at. There's only, you know, you're kind of off the beaten path. Be. So you, you, they'd be like, nah, I'm not going to waste my time over there. True. Two houses. I had a guy come by and he offered to wash my windows. I was standing in the front yard. He goes, man, you need your windows washed? First thing he said, didn't, I didn't, it was just walk in. I'm like, huh? You need your windows washed? I'm like, no, I've got a wife. <laughs> and he goes, professionally. And I'm like, she's a woman. <laughs> and he just, he started like going on about window washing. And I'm like, I don't need this. And he goes, how many windows you got? I'm like, well over a hundred. What? I'm like, yeah, the whole back is almost <laughs> the all windows. Like, the whole back of the house is almost all windows. It's just an insane glass menagerie of nonsense. How much do you think I should charge you for that? 20 bucks. If the, God forbid, any business that says, what do you think that should cost? $10. That's insane. You ask me what I would pay you. I don't know what you do. You're an idiot. Now it's five. And then he, he comes back with some nutbag number of like $1,000. And I'm like, no, I can wash my own windows. 300 I'm like, wow, what about, you're a good, what, what wow. a negotiator. We should hire him downstairs. We're going to eventually get back down to 10 bucks here. Yeah, you should be doing sales for KDKB. How much would you pay to advertise on KDKB? I wouldn't. How about $1,000? Oh, you're insane. $2. $2 is $2 a spot. Still no. It's crazy talk. Yeah, do not wander up to people's houses. Assume everybody hates you. And then, uh, you know, set that bar real low. Nobody ever. You know no, you know what I've never heard in my life? This is my best friend, Carl. How'd you guys meet? Door-to-door salesman. We hit it off. It's not a thing. Everyone hates you. Stop going to people's doors. Mormons. Jehovah's Witnesses, I got to hand it to you, non-blood transfusion nutbags. You stopped going door-to-door. It used to be pretty prevalent. It's been light. It has been light. Good for you. You got the message. You have to adapt. Maybe their numbers are up. Yeah. They can slow it down a little bit. Well, I think their numbers drop because they don't do blood transfusions. (laughs) and They're they're weird on medicine, so probably they're dying off due to their own wacky beliefs. But yeah, Mormons, it's enough. I'm enjoying every second of Slam, or not even be, having an opportunity to open the door, but slamming those blinds yesterday was hilarious. They just stood and watched it happen. People inside, just within a foot of you knocking, like we're right next to it. Goom, goom. That wasn't flink, flink. Goom, goom, goom. And then this giant window just becomes a dark space. And I giggled like a girl. Giggled like a little girl. Mormons just seem pleasant. But this is why people don't like you. We want you. We want you for two things: uh, breeding out hot blondes and being good dentists. Other than that, get off my porch <laughs> and send your kids to college. Do something useful. When they went walking 18. off your front porch like I told you. Wish we would have gotten South America. <laughs> well, I'll send you a chance there. I tell you what, Mormon, you come to my door. I will. I got a friend who I know can get you there. You want to do this? I'll send you on a mission. 
to the beautiful Southern Sudan. You go to South Sudan, I'll get you over there. You can do some serious uh, Book of Mormon work. That's where my go get him, my kid. neighbor kid went good. for two years. He went to to the town in the Book of Mormon. Yeah, said, good. How about this? Go to f- college. Quit bothering people. You're 18. Live your life. Have fun. That's proof your that's proof your religion is dumb. Is that when you're 18, they force you to not have fun. F- you. That's a bad religion. They don't even let you have fun college mistakes till you're older. And then and then if you're any good at sports, you can't even get into the pros till you're like 24. It ruins you. That one and the, the the Jews that wander around my neighborhood in all wool in the summertime. I don't know what the f- kind of God makes you dress like that. It's a bad deity that says, all wool, desert people. Like, you're crazy. That's a dumb f- religion. They're the ones that moved to the desert. Yeah, they are in the desert. And his rule was, all wool clothes. No cotton poly blends for you, Jews. And on Saturday, <laughs> no air conditioning. If it's uh, You have to figure it out on your own with hand fans. They're wandering around Granada Park trying to cool off because their houses are 3,000 degrees. Terrible. If you've got a dumb religion, today's the day. Sit back and go, am I in a dumb religion? If you have to go door to door to tell other people about it, yes, you're in a dumb religion. If you're in all wool right now, you're in a dumb religion. (laughs) You need to move to like a place where the religion allows like shorts and tank tops. Free yourselves, Jews. I mean, you've been... What are you thinking? <laughs> you should see him on Saturdays walking around a you know Lincoln Road. It's 120 degrees, and I'm looking at a dude in a coat and a scarf, giant wool outfit. And he's looking at me like I'm gonna. I think I'm in a dumb religion. <laughs> like yeah, you are. <laughs> I will say this: all their kids are skinny because they dress them up like it's two degrees outside. It's nuts. So anyway. I could help you out. I could be a consultant for you and look at you. Let me see your wardrobe real quick. Ooh, man, yeah, this is a dumb religion. You guys got to get out of this. Let's drop the name tag. <laughs> this is a bad idea. What do you have to do? Oh, it's 120 and I have to go door to door for seven hours a day. Oh, yeah, you've joined a dumb religion. And you, sir? I'm not allowed to have blood transfusions even from family. Oh, yeah, that's a dumb religion. <laughs> Find one that allows you to live. Well, we worked with that one lady who... Wouldn't give medicine to her kids. Remember her? Yeah. And well, you tried. Oh, Christian yeah. Science. She was a Christian scientist, and she would wander around and tell people that asp- no aspirin, nothing. Kid had a cold. You, there was naturally no, healed. Everything got healed by God, or didn't. Oh, kids would go through hell just to have a cold. Wouldn't go. To kids the are alive and uh, impervious to every disease out there. Yeah, but she's not. <laughs> she croaked fairly early. <laughs> yeah. You go to the hospital, you break your leg, yeah, it'll get healed on its own. That's a dumb religion. There's a lot of them out there, too. I'm sorry if I'm insulting you, but I know why I'm insulting you, because deep down you want to defend it. You're mad that you're in it. Go to Big Surf. Do like Brett did. Door to door, banging on things, getting embarrassed. Have some fun, man. Finger a honey in college. <laughs> what are you doing? Have a hot drink. What's on your name tag? Bro, Brett. <laughs> Definitely yeah. no elder here. No, yeah. elder elder Brett would be a treat. Yeah. You know what? I'm in a dumb religion. They make me do this. You got a daughter? <laughs> anyway. Done riding this goddamn bike. Yeah. Thank you, Mormons, for uh, providing me for some entertainment. But your under 1% success rate, let's mix this up a little bit. Time to talk to the elder elder elders. 
and say, I know you guys did it and you're forcing it on us and it's some sort of dumb tradition, but your religion is 130 years old. You can dump a couple of the bad ones. And that door-to-door thing is, A, number one, stupid. Quit it. Especially because no one's buying in. It's a bad branding. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. Maybe to help out those dumb Mormons a little bit this morning. Uh, it's 98 KVPD. You give it to us and we'll scream it together. It's 98. Scream it. Wake up. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. And all the buzz in uh, Arizona is the, uh, well, other than the, the streak being over, the 110 plus days, uh, degree days. I was days. so depressed. No, I was too. I wanted that to go on forever. Uh, it's this Lori uh, Daybell, uh, Valo, Lori Vallow Daybell story, which is a fair, you know, fairly fascinating Sort of local, sort of not so local, but we're really putting our hooks in this thing as our own because she was here. Uh, but the murders were, I guess, well, maybe they were. I was up in Idaho, too. But, uh, man, you know, I don't know if you guys saw her sentencing yesterday, and she yeah. said, Jesus knows that I didn't do anything, and he knows there was no murder. And the judge is like, overwhelming evidence of what you did wrong. And you know you're totally done. When your lawyers don't react to the, like, man, she's going to jail for, like, 20,000 years. And the lawyers are just kind of like, yep. And, like, I, I, I like when a lawyer looks around like, good, our client, we, Life, we lost no this parole. one. Shoot, we lost this one, darn it all. Yeah. And she killed her kids, and there was, like, some other lady involved that killed her. And you know whose ass is really tight right now is that Chad Dayville, because he's facing charges later, and he was with her. He's in on this. His wife got killed. Did she plead not guilty? She still says she didn't do it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she yeah, still I know his guilty's not, uh, I mean, a not guilty plea as well. Yeah. So, you know, whether it's the factor of, you know, the evidence points on who actually did the. She did it. The killing. She did it. So he might not. No, get that he did sentence. too. They were. They, well, they, that's what I'm saying. He's she, going to jail for a long time. That's she's accessory. She's getting. Because he's going to say, "Oh, she did all the." That's fine. And yeah. he's going. And you knew and about that, it. They'll and try to you, prove it. That. Well, bottom line is, he's going to jail for probably not as both many you know, consecutive yeah. life sentences as she got. But she's going. He's going to jail for a long time too. Yeah, he may only get uh, two life sentences two, right. instead of this three. This isn't you good know. for him. The to prophet see. will only get one. Yeah, I think so. To see her get this many, he's sitting back there going, "Well." Jesus, even on a good day, I got one. Yeah, he's he's tight. Yeah, she shot her husband. She killed, and then this dude probably killed his wife, Chad Daybell, so they could be together. And that's where they're going to nail his ass to the wall. And then the kids end up gone, and she said they're just out with their aunt. The aunt's like, nah, uh And they were buried in a hole. On his property, On too. his property, yeah. he helped with that. Oh, they wasn't get, her brother involved or something? It's, it's, it's terrible. So, yeah. Well, the family, man, they were just covering no they were crushing her yesterday everybody was on the thing going finally justice like her like parents and brothers and said like f you i'll never think about you again like it was pretty great her her own uh son i'll never know my brothers and sisters like an older it's crazy how it was just in like this is insane guilt like a lot of guilt but in in also insane on the stuff that they were, you know, the letters they're writing and saying these people are evil. Do you oh, feel the it's the, the lawyer? The, wave? the lawyer even said like, yeah, we ache with the victims in this case. There's a lot of hurt surrounding it, uh, but uh, Lori Daybell's probably the most hated person in America. Uh, 
but it'll never bring closure to the victims. That's a lawyer saying, we know, we know, we know, we know, but there was, let's think about dead people right now because my job is to make it seem like I tried. And I say, good job, lawyers, for half-assing your way through this one and getting her full three. I'd be at dinner that night kind of celebrating with the other ones. We got three life sentences, guys. Nicely done. And nobody's looking at us like we didn't do our jobs. Excellent. Way to really kind of half-ass this one and get her thrown in jail forever. But, uh, yeah, there's there's some there was some serious words getting tossed. Right? That judge was brutal. And that's kind of a local crazy, you know, forever story. We've got a few good ones. we got the, you know, the baseline shooter. we got that. A glass guy that got killed by Brandy Hungerford over at the Best Western trying to buy jewelry and bang a hooker. And her and her boyfriend came over and shot him. That's a good story. We got, we got a few gems. Lady diced her husband, threw him in a dumpster to cut oh, hair. that's right. The salon yeah. in Scottsdale. Oh, that's right. That's right. She, and then the other guy. Was that the one? Then we the sleepwalking guy who like diced his wife up, at the, you know, put, took her out to the trash. Claimed he was sleepwalking. We got some good ones. But uh, this and, one is wow. There's that one story. guy that just disappeared. The yeah. guy in Scottsdale. Robert said his, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, I mean, yeah. gone. Blew, blew his family and his yep. house up. And then I'll never forget how eerie that was the day he was missing. Like, all right, we know what's going on. Like three days after the whole thing happened, he had a three-day head start. And that cop said, he's uh, black ops trained. Uh, we're not going to find him. Like, just flat said it. We're not going to find him. He's gone. He's gone. And the and it was almost like the media is like, ah, come on. And they kept asking, why do you say that? You know, ah, he's this guy. We gave him a three-day head start. We're going to look. We found his truck. This is And, and they knew it because when they found his truck, they knew, oh, man, Goose Chase is on. Like, this is a, we're all standing here so he can stand over there. He's five steps ahead. We're never going to find him. And they haven't. Nope. Crazy. What was his name? Robert. Robert something. Or that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a story. Because he just blew the house up and then took off. And he's probably gone long before the house blew up. That'll be one of those stories. And, like, they find him and, like, it's already been, Jesus, it has to have been 25 years since that happened or something close. Robert Fisher. Fisher. Uh, 2001 is when it happened. Right. We're 22 years in. and Yeah, they were. Twenty-two years. Yeah, he's, he's already on the board of some wonderful charity. Yeah. He's and Don Draper. New, New there you go. <laughs> he's, he's, that would have been a better uh, ending to Madman. Absolutely. Mad but it was, uh, yeah, It's that's a story right there. We got we got some of them. So big city stories hanging around here. When I'm in L.A., I remember a guy, I was, uh, when I lived there for a short period of time, this guy I was with, I told him, he said, what would you do when you first got here? I'm like, well, I got nothing but time. I'm on a severance package, so I'm just killing time, driving around, learning the area. And he goes, uh, you interested in anything weird? And I'm like, I'm going on the... Uh, the murder bus tomorrow to see where all the local murders have happened. And he goes, awesome. He goes, you got to go over to this one. And he draws, like everybody knew he drew, he drew this like little map for me because back before GPS and stuff, drew this little map for me to go to uh, the Black Dahlia scene. Now, what I didn't know at the time was Black Dahlia was in a really nice neighborhood when it happened. And now it's where they filmed Friday. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh. I think it's Bellflower. I'm like, oh, oh. And she's cut in half. And you can go like you're looking on the internet and stuff. And that was back when the internet took forever to load things. So I got these pictures of her, you know, and you're seeing the, the And they're just stuff. separated, right? It's they just, cut her in half. Yeah. And like, yeah, they left parts. And and, uh, and the neighborhood's beautiful and it's brand new. You go down there now, you know, that murder was bad. Yeah, stick around there for a little while. I just sped out of there. 
And it was far. But yeah, I liked I, the big city murder stories. I, we're all fascinated with it, and everybody's like, "That's look." The top twenty podcasts are all uh, murder. This that we're fascinated by every TV. So there's a whole uh, network dedicated to uh, murder solving stuff and crime Cold cases. Yeah, Cold case big. crimes are the biggest thing in the world. We love murder podcasts, and I'm right with you. I, I don't like the podcast part. I like actual. Like reading about them, like seeing a serial killer's behaviors. It just doesn't make sense to me. So you try to kind of add it up. This Lori Daybell lady, she's one of the craziest. But I did like it. And I don't know who their lawyers were, but nice job, lawyers, for a passing attempt at making it seem like you were defending her and really just kind of letting the evidence do its job. <laughs> she's up there testifying. Uh, defense, have any questions? No, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty much said all we need to hear, sir. This is your client. You heard her, right? She's, dude, you have to sit in a room with her. She's batch crazy. Agree. I mean, object. <laughs> yeah. This prosecutor's doing a great job. Excellent work. We have no questions. He really stymied us with that last thing about, uh, you know, when you killed your kids and stuff because she did it. But we can't say that out loud. Yeah, they, did, they, were, they didn't react. Like, the thing happened, they were just like, man, we knew this. Because you, you murdered them. And then they had to read her statement, which was, Jesus Christ knows there were no murders. And then... The judge is like, you're hiding behind religion on this one? And the lawyers had to read her statement and go, yeah, go with this. This is uh, this is going to make us even better. Like th- That's on your resume as a lawyer. What, what, what's your biggest case? Oh, we were the defense team for uh, Lori Davis. She got three consecutive life sentences. Could have been four. I mean, you know, we yeah. might have done a decent job getting a couple cut off. Yeah, she did it. And when you're, when you're done with your job there as a lawyer and the judge says... Uh, you're the most evil and destructive person I've ever had in front of me. <laughs> Lawyers kind of look at each other like, hmm, whoops. Probably could have gotten a better, more favorable view of her, but we didn't. Oh, well. And the judge said, you showed no remorse at all during these entire proceedings. Not yeah. once. He said it like three times. Bananas. I'm like, oh, you're she, done. They're out there. Now, so. is she has to come back here, too, to face yeah. charges, yep. too. Now, yep. can she get the death penalty here? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I know she's yeah, got to come back. Well, I think there's extradition. I don't think she's murder charges here. Okay. I think she's got some sort of, unless she did Kidnapping? one here, I don't know. Well, uh, there's some of that. There's extradition. There's child neglect. There's abandonment. There's because she, you know, lying to authorities. She's got a whole bunch of stuff she did here in the state that I'm pretty sure they're just going to pile on there. It's like why bother? She's right. going away forever. Why not? Let's save some let's, money. Nah, let's let's, let's, money. let's pile on more years. Let's make her feel it, and let's make Chad Daybell's ass Fort Knox tight before we throw him in the thing and go. So, you're how do you fall for that chick? I, can, I get falling for Jody Arias. You know, she liked it in the ass by a tree, like in a park. Like every guy is going to be like, geez, she's a little bit off, but she's fun. Didn't she fall for him because he was such a powerful this man? Of, Lori? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, they had a whole. Because he was, you know. They're both lead, crazy. Leader of this whatever. But crooked cult, pot, cult crooked teams. lid. Like yeah. they found each other and just interacted amongst us. They're out there right now. Somewhere out there. There's, there's a couple more. Just, and you're just dealing with them. They're sitting next to you in your office. They're out. They're out there. You know, it's weird. And it's funny because, you know, it's it happens just seemingly out of the blue. And that's why everybody gets interviewed. They're like, what did you knew her? Well, I was like, I don't know. She was a little weird. But how many weird people do you meet every day? A ton. And it's weird. You know, you don't hang out with them because they're weird. And you're, you kind of you avoid them. Eh, this guy wants to go to lunch and stuff. And he asks me all the time. And ah, I better go eventually. Next thing you know. You're in a cult. 
crazy. But yeah, it's a. I like this story because they got her. It's a terrible story going in, but man, did they they ice her ass good. And that's the kind of lawyer I'd like to be. One of those, uh, you know. Yeah, I got all my stuff and I get the money, but I'm a, I'm a kind of a bull guy who stands there next to a murderer and goes, I'll play the role of trying. <laughs> I'm not doing anything for her. If anything, I'm going to coach her to say really stupid stuff behind the scenes and then go, oh, it's just a bad plan. Hey, OJ got off, so. Uh, OJ you know. had good lawyers yeah. that tried to get him out. They, they, they found an angle. These guys are looking at all the evidence going, you want us to defend her? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Our goal is to create doubt. I'll put up it. But that's the point. These yeah. guys didn't do that, and they nope. weren't going to start. They didn't do that. They, they were the like, well, like what I want to be, a bull lawyer that pretends I'm doing my job, and deep down I'm just helping her get more and more time tossed on. There has to be. It's like a goon in hockey. He doesn't know how to play hockey. He's just out there mashing into people. But he gets a uniform and all the stuff. Same with those lawyers. Like, you're going to offend Lori Vallow-Daybell. You know what to do. Oh, yeah. I'm putting on a fake show. There will be no chance this girl gets off. None. And I won't make any mistakes. I'll go right by the book. But she's, the, you know, when we're in closed quarters, I'm like, I really think you should bring that Jesus thing up. That's a, juries love that. Really? Yeah. That whole thing about Jesus being on your team. People like hearing that. Okay. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Uh, oh, I, did I laugh out loud? I'm sorry. Was that a little evil laugh? I'm sorry. As your lawyer, I think you should say more of what you're doing right here with the whole, you know, you know, the God talks to you thing. Yeah, people, people relate to that. Coach, you're in the courtroom. Yeah. Don't show any emotion. Yeah. In fact, frown. Frown right there. That was bad. They said something bad about you. Frown. Look mad. Yeah, it's... Uh, a good story when you read it you're like man oh man and and, you know in the end it turns out to be a good story because she's going to roast in hell uh, right there in the prison cell which is even better i don't buy into the whole afterlife thing that she's going for but i do know that her current life ain't going to be a picnic and that's great (laughs) and she's not going to last long with those jay gutentag ladies that are up there and find out she's a kid killer even the lady prisoners will handle that she's going to have that's going to be a rough go for Lori, but that's our local fun right now. Gruesome. And you like to see it go down that way. Especially like you said, when the judge is like, you got no remorse? My yeah. God. They're going to go away for a long time. Speaking of a long time, uh, Brady and I were talking about this before the show. Joe Arpaio is going to try to run for mayor of uh, Fountain Hills again. <laughs> 95 years old, I'm going to try to pop in there and be the mayor of this town again. Get that wall built for those Mexicans. Build a wall around Fountain Hills. It didn't work the first time, but I'm doing it again. Yep, he's made the announcement. Wants to turn 100 with Fountain Hills at yeah. the same time. He, he wants to be the same age as the city he's being the mayor of. And uh, <laughs> we're going to have our centennial birthdays together, us in the Fountain Hills. He's 91 right now. <laughs> I didn't realize some of the stuff that he wanted to do. You know, he wanted to uh, create its own police force. Yep. Yep, he's got his ideas to turn it into his own little area. Like, he's got a little bit of a sovereign state of scared old white people, which is what Fountain Hills is anyway. There's going to be nothing. There's going to be uh, 200 more guard gates yep. in uh, Fountain Hills. A lot more barbed wire. <laughs> it's going to be tougher to get in and tougher to get out. Every, every day on every 15 minutes, we're going to have an illegal alien 
sit on top of that fountain and shoot them into the air. It's going to be great. I'm going to fire them like a cannon. Every landscape will be certified. Right. Uh, Brady, every landscape will be lily white. You ever met, meet an old man? They do their own lawns. They're from a different time, Brady. 91. I've, I want a job. That just tells me Joe Arpaio was bad with his money. He made a fortune as the sheriff writing books and going on TV. The guy was loaded. Did you see how many votes he lost by? Uh-uh. 200. Oh, it was close. Oh, I knew it was close. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, was it close? I knew it was close. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, that's pretty close. That's close. Yeah, I'm a man to recount, Brady. Is. 180 of those votes are dead. And that other guy that got votes, uh, he had dead They voted and then they dropped dead because everybody up here is 100. It just tells me he's bad with his dough. Retire. You're 91. Who wants a job at 91? No one. Everybody got out there. I continue my campaigning. How much does he hate his wife? Go home. Rest. I told you when I was up there with my... She's probably like, get out of the house. I had a physical therapist there uh, doing uh, work on my arm a couple years ago when he was running. And he walked into that little thing, and my physical therapist goes out, Hey, Sheriff Joe, what's going on? Hey, young man, where is where is Office 01? Like, he's a foot from the door with a big zero and a one on it. It looked like the General Lee. It was so, like, obvious. <laughs> oh, you're, you're a helpful young man. You know, vote for mayor. You know it, Sheriff Joe. Thanks a lot. And then he just stood there, like, still confused where zero one was. So drew open the door for him. Ah, oh, there you go. That's how you... I, for, I, I don't know how egress, ingress works anymore. My brain is, I was going to stand out here and rot in the sun. Unless you'd open that door. They're very heavy. He's Mr. Burns. But Fountain Hills, you'll be doing us all a favor if you make him your mayor. First things first, Brown Town. Time to go. Everybody out. And when does that, he's got a year or is that? I don't even know what it's, I don't know what it's happening. 92. I've never cared about who the when mayor. When the voting happens. Whoever the mayor of Fountain Hills is doesn't matter to yeah. me, but this would be a good one. Because basically he would go up to Shea. All right, me and the folks here at Benjamin Moore have put together a color palette. If you're left of brown, you can stay. Anybody right of this color here, get out. I say I'm a racist. I'm not a racist. I'm a purist. He's nuts. But he's going to run, and why not vote for him? Fountain Hills will be just fine. Nothing going on up there anyway. It's like, was he going to start a war with Mesa? Nah, nothing can happen. He's fine. Crime is low. Yeah, because nobody's outside at nighttime. They are all they just ate dinner at 2 in the afternoon, and they're in bed before sundown. There's no crime in that city. Next Fountain year, Hills 24. Finally, is it next year? 24, yeah, so 92. Fountain Hills will finally get their uh, <laughs> tank to defend the city. <laughs> Yep, finally. Some missile silos. We're a little bit lost. We're looking for... Yeah, you're looking for somewhere else. Out of here, muchacho. Let's uh, take a ride. <laughs> you just hear that. They're building turrets. <laughs> that army of zombies that's on his team. Sheriff Joe's cleaning up the town. Let me tell you, your, your town... Well, whoever your mayor is currently... Doing a bang-up job. I've been up there for the wilderness athlete stuff every once in a while. place is beautiful. Fountain Hills is... Well, you don't need to change. Nothing, I know. Nothing there it's needs nice. to change. Nothing at all in Fountain Hills needs, like, we've got to turn the swamp into a nice... No, it's not a swamp. This place is amazing. Brings out the senior SWAT team. <laughs> What's that over there? Those zombies are coming towards us. Get off our lawn. You hired me to cut it. 
What are you talking about? Get off your lawn. <laughs> Quit calling me. <laughs> pinchy old man. Pinchy Herbert. <laughs> What's pinchy Herbert mean? Get him out of here. Too many words we don't know. Keep saying words we don't know, and we're going to move you out of town. Back to Mesa with you. Everybody head south. Yeah, you're, you're whoever's the mayor of Fountain Hills. Mayor Blank, whatever your name is, great work. My last two trips up there, I went to a sushi restaurant with the guys from Wilderness Athlete. Aces. Really nice. Empty. Super clean. Like, it was empty because it was actual lunchtime. Old people eat lunch at 9 in the morning. They were getting ready for their dinner rush. It was almost 2. I mean, it was it was easy. And we didn't eat that dirty nip food. We're not going to go out there and have any of that nonsense. There's a reason we killed half a billion of them. Just so we didn't have to eat their rice and dead fish. Get that out of here, too. Nothing but burgers and hot dogs when I'm there. These burritos and zipper rice cakes, whatever's going on around here. He doesn't let uh, Barbie show in the theaters. Only Oppenheimer. <laughs> That's right, Oppenheimer. But look at that. And we cut it off right after the bombs dropped. I don't care about the trial, commie. <laughs> Or just remember the good old days. The happiest time in American history. And we turned those angry Japs into a bunch of smiling TV manufacturers. That was a bit... Put a little sunshine on them. <laughs> Serve Joe would be entertaining, but whoever the mayor is in Fountain Hills, keep on trucking, man. That place is pretty. And it's, you know, the, and the turnover rate's got to be ridiculous. There's a house available every day up there because they just, residents just dropping in. Two of the nicest golf courses in all of Phoenix. Sunridge Canyon is stunning. Yeah. Stunning. You got, th- you got three. One across the street there is a yeah. Eagle Rock or whatever it's called. I forgot. Yeah. That's gorgeous, too. Eagle Mountain. Oh, Eagle Mountain's over on the other side. That's, is it Eagle? I thought Eagle Mountain was over. It's a fire it's rock or something. Either way, fire rock. They're all beautiful. That's beautiful nice. up there. That fountain going off every 15 minutes. That's glorious. Or to put a stop to that. Only eyeballs on my phone. No. He retired up there. Now he wants to run it, idiot. And then, Brady, I think you'll appreciate this. The recent zoo stories that have gone crazy where, you know, nobody's really doing anything. And it's, it's coming to light that zoos are... Now the one in China, they're not even using animals anymore. Have you seen the picture? Oh, yeah, it's great. The zookeepers... In the video. The zookeepers are just in suits. What? Take a look at that. You tell me that's a real... Uh, dude just standing in a bear suit with his hands on his no. hips. Yeah. And the Chinese people are like, they, they can't that, complain. That's supposed to be a sun bear. Yeah. Which are, uh, you know, it definitely looks... Funny, but the the it's mouth of the the bear never moves. Well, They've yeah. already been caught for uh, painting um, donkeys. Yep. Putting stripes on them. It's basically Mexico, but it's the zoo over there in China. So China Zoo at least is like, oh, we're out of sun bears. We just skin it, put it on Quan uh, Lee over there, and he'll wander around every once in a while, put his hands on his hips, dip yeah. down, catch a fish, and go back in. So yeah. MLB jersey uh, sales must be slow, so now they're making bear suits and stuff, or what? I wonder if you can get a knockoff bear suit through my Chinese connection. It smells a little bit like gasoline from the ship. Other Chinese zoos have tried to uh, pass off dogs, dyed to look like wolves, yep. American cats. Donkeys painted like zebras. Yeah. Zebras. Unfortunately, there are still some people over there in China who have social media, and they took some pictures. Now, whether or not they were believing that was a real bear or not, pictures got loose. Try to pull up the video of this guy. That's the still shot of him. He goes and 
reacts to the people. They they throw some food at it. It's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> he picks it up. Thank you. But the last little gesture, I'm like, oh, that's a dude. Yeah. The uh, the zoo's uh, quote was freaking great. Definitely not a human. And they wrote one letter. wasn't even like, we understand there are a lot of people questioning her. Nope. Definitely not human. It's a guy in a suit. And they're taking your money. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. They went over to see the bears. He came walking out. The big mistake the guy in the bear suit made, though, at one point, is he puts his hands on his hips. <laughs> and I laughed the second I saw it. first. Just puts his hands on his hips like he just like a... So I think that's actually a pretty decent idea here is to take, like the Lori Vallow Day bills, and make them zoo animals where that's their prison. They have to be in there with the bears and whatever in a bear suit, kind of like at the end of uh, Trading Places when the gorillas are together. You're just in the suit. like uh, You draw out of a hat what animal you have to pretend to be for the rest of your life. And you might get mauled. You might not. Same thing in prison. And uh, it would make me want to go to zoos. It's like, oh, this is where they're keeping Lori Vallow Daybill. She's in there with the with the orangutans, and she's just got to hang around in an orangutan suit and just kind of learn their ways. They're gonna get her. Suddenly, zoos would be like you'd have a line for days, reservations, millions of people to go see the the worst criminals we've got, and their little plaques up there somewhere in there in a suit that's dressed just like all the gorillas. Is this dude who killed like 15 people? It's like, oh, is he getting eaten today? I'd go to the zoo every day. Uh, well, the the zoo is denying. Oh, yeah. In, in there, no short term. The, uh, There's another guy in Japan. There's a headline. <laughs> zoo in China denies speculation. Bears are actually humans in disguise. Check out the gesture here at the. Yeah, watch this. There's the video. It's clearly a dude in a suit. And he waves him off after a bit. Look, and, at, the, look at the mouth. Doesn't move. And then he, that's okay. it. The suit doesn't quite work out, and then he tries to walk away on all fours. I think he does. I think he's talking. It's just a bare necessity. And there's Chinese people looking, going, "Clearly, guy in suit, but don't question it." Pretty decent move at the end there. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Another guy spent 14k, and uh, he's a Japanese guy, and he uh, made a collie uh, outfit. Oh. And they have videos of the calling. Oh, I've and seen that. Like, I've seen the dude they, that walks around with the At least they're filming it and they're admitting it's, it's yeah, well, fake. He's crazy. Because the head is, uh, cool, yeah. but it is. You see that still shot? But let's get back to it. Take yeah. our prisoners and put them in the zoos with the animals. How much more fun would it be, Brady, if you're over there at the, at the wildlife zoo? You're hanging around the hippos and you just see a guy sitting out there with a hippo hat on. They put a tail on him, and he's got to walk around on all fours and pretend to be a hippo. You're half, by the way. You're the back end. No. They just dress him up like a little tiny hippo, and he's got to walk around a on all fours. pygmy hippo? Till somebody eats him. Till one of the... I don't care, pygmy or otherwise. You draw out of a hat, Brady. You're, you're not seeing what I'm seeing I, here, I, man. I, I see what you're You're too excited about the zoo. Think of a prisoner in each cage. Also. Oh, glorious. And you have to dress them up like the bears have to be in the suit all the time. Guy spent 14k on this suit. Yeah, and it just looks like a you know a Isn't collie a with the hip dysplasia. Death row mascots. Just I, I would I would I would pay a hundred dollars a day to go over and just stand in the polar bear thing and wait for Lori Dayville, what's her name, to come walking out in her suit and have to. It's feeding time. This is when you eat too, and she has to kind of scrap with the polar bears for what they throw in. Good luck. And they'll say it's cruel and unusual. Well, like what she did was cruel and unusual. Let's get our zoos and our prisons together. It's the same thing anyway. 
put them in a suit like they do in China, and just wander around. What did that dude in China do so bad? It's like, you're a bear now. You're at the zoo, and you're going to live with the bears. You're a sun bear. It's like, oh, man, okay. Didn't his quantity of building Air Jordans. So, <laughs> right. you know, he's a couple short. <laughs> yeah, you, the did, suit, pal. you didn't hit your quota, man. Yeah. Put the suit on and go live with the bears. You're going to jail for a while. Ah, hey. Don't like it. Shouldn't have been Chinese. <laughs> it's what you get for living here, man. But I think it's phenomenal. The idea of it is phenomenal. If I go right over, right across the street, right down the road, Christy Morcom would be telling you all about those, uh, those Komodo dragons or whatever they got running around out there. And, go, and also, you might notice... Uh, the baseline killer's running around in there with him, and uh, he's doing pretty good so far, but one of these days they'll get him. I'd never leave. Some dude who's got a, a scuba tank, and he's got to swim around in the sharks. <laughs> Phenomenal. You just draw out of a hat. You might get lucky. Look, that kangaroo can juggle. Yeah, you might get lucky and end up with the ruse. <laughs> but you can't. you got to be a roo. You're going to eat what they eat. You're going to hang out with them. You're going to find out what they do. Live in your own filth. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Zoos would be huge. Even in the summertime. Phenomenal. What an idea. I'm full of those great ideas, Brady. It'd be, be packed. It'd be tons. <laughs> Just drawing out of a hat. You can't really uh, discriminate. You can't really have anybody go in the wrong directions with things. The prisons would be full of them. All the drug addicts would be in there with the, you know, the orangutans and the apes and stuff. And yeah. just standing in there all messed up going, I'm never going to do drugs again. The recidivism would be zero compared to prison now, which is constantly coming back. It'd be kind of fun in some of the... Fun. It'd be the best day of your life. Your kids with some cotton candy walking around out there. The bear's actually up against the cage going, get me out of here. And you have to explain to your kid, oh, that's a prisoner in a suit. That's what we. That's the other half of this thing. Outstanding. No, and nobody wants to visit a prison and walk around and look. No, it's not a money maker. Combo zoos and prisons. Some of this money back. Yeah, there imagine. There it is. There it is. Is that a guy in a suit in the ape cage? What are oh they're doing their throat? Oh, and then when it's mating season, you put them in the full regalia where they're actually have the swelling throat and their genitals pop up. And you're getting that's year round. You're getting absolutely. That mating season will be year round there. Raped prisoners. Great stuff. Great stuff. People would go. People would come, Ray. People would come. You'd never have anybody going back. But oh, I would watch that. I would watch that for days. <laughs> I got no interest in imprisoned animals for the most part. But you put real prisoners in there with them. Hundred bucks a day. I'm in there. Man, that bear looks tired. Oh, he's just getting <laughs> worn down. Is that Jody Arias? Oh, sweet Jesus. Grab a chair. We're going to watch this all day. She gets to hang out over here with the lions. There's five bears on that yeah. one bear. She loved uh, getting tied to trees and taking one in the ass. And now she's got to live under the trees with a bunch of lions. This is going to end great. If you're on death row, you're going to the zoo. <laughs> Nathan Sutherland, he's in there with the sloths. <laughs> Get him out. He's winning. <laughs> and then I saw another story yesterday about a guy who has two dicks. And I, oh, what? Yeah, he's got two penises. It was the weirdest thing because he's, like, complaining about it because they both work just fine. 
Is it like a, a possum forked, or they're just no, two I didn't separate? take a look at it. Oh. I just see two of them. But uh, means he's got a snow ski when he's uh, got Pornhub on. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. You know, like it's like a, it's like a two stroke. I guess. A, yeah, he's got two of the things, but he's got two wieners. And uh, I got to find the story, but yeah, he's got two penises, and I found it very strange because, uh, like, his he has a girlfriend. He can't get, he can't find love. That's the problem. He's a horrible, weird-looking dude, too. But he can't find love, and he's trying really hard. Oh, here we go. His name is, uh, he's a truck driver. His name is Tank. And Tank is like, he, he looks, he doesn't look like a guy would get much luck with one penis, you know. He's not, he's not a handsome man by any stretch, see. But uh, he says, uh, when he's going with one, the other one does the shooting. So which, so whichever one's not working, the other does the shooting. And he said, I've had one girl in my life that loved it. She, But he had to make the girl feel like she's playing horns like a seal. At the, at the, <laughs> she's blowing on one, and the other one starts firing off. She goes and grabs that one, and then the other one starts firing off. Which sounds great, but he says when one goes, the other one hurts. So you have to, yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. just a mess. And then I saw the great stat. It affects one and 4.5 to 5 million people. Somebody out there has got one. We've got a double dicker out here in Phoenix. We've got 5 million people in the metro. Dithalia. Okay, that's great. Double dicker. <laughs> you call it what you want, I'll call it what I want. Double dicker is living amongst us. And I'm hoping he's listening. And we want to see it. We want to make you the mascot. We can lay you on your back and take your double dick and make it the you in KUPD. That's what I want. We can, we can make that our logo if we can meet you. Please. We're looking for a U rather than a V. Don't want the V. We have to pull it apart and make it kind of round, which I'm sure you've tested. But I want that. The, the U. Ha- we, we can change the U in our logo to this. I didn't know that was. I thought maybe 10 people on the whole planet has it. One in 4.5 million. That's a lot when you put 7 billion on top of it. There's a ton of them. You could get a nice U, especially if the... Oh, you get a great U if they got some good size. Peronis work on opposite well, sides. It just might look like a old-fashioned horseshoe, but I'll take it. That's a U. Peronis could do that. Yeah, it would be like very angular. You have to have side Peroni. Honestly, if you ask me like how many people do you think have doubles... Like, geez, that's got to be one out of every one billion. There might be seven or eight of those on the whole planet. Nope. And I don't know how to do the math on that. But Double working. One, Yes, one out of every four million or so. That's a lot. Los Angeles has seven or eight of them just by itself. New York City's pushing ten. Why do they lay so low? Yeah, why aren't you guys out more often talking about that? Tell you what, come to Four Peaks tomorrow. All the cha-ching chavas you can drink idea. on me uh, if I can see your double D. One in four million? One in four and a half million. Oh, okay. Yeah, why? I was going to say, oh, I was just trying to see uh, the, Are you telling the me odds something? of the, No, I was trying to check the odds of the lottery and stuff like that oh. and see what you got better odds you on. Be, but much better odds of having a double dick <laughs> than winning the lottery. Now, keep that in mind. I mean, next, that's crazy. Next time you're plunking down a couple bucks yeah. for the Powerball, just keep in mind the odds of you having a child with double dick greatly exceed you winning this lottery. Yeah, the one here in Phoenix. Come on out tomorrow night. We yeah. got to meet you. Powerball's two hundred ninety-two point two million. Yeah, double dick. One. one in four point five wow. to five million. <laughs> Your Powerball numbers aren't even close to the odds of you having a double dick baby <laughs> or being a double dick yourself. 
pretty amazing. So uh, we need to meet you tomorrow at Four Peaks, six to eight o'clock in Tempe. Ching Chavez getting released. Get your you you don't, double dick guy. You don't have to buy a thing ever again. Show up, please, for God's sake. And I want you to come up to Brady first. Don't come up to me and say hi. My name's Dirk. I'm Double Dick Dirk. I want you to go to Brady and go, what's up, you son of a bitch? Want to see it? What are you talking about? And then just whip that double out. Jeez Louise. Whip them both out. You're one of God's mistakes. Which one goes off? No way. He's been given gifts. You'd think so, but... The curse is that, for that guy, the, the, the trucker, it hurts. Well, one hurts. Yeah, I've stuck them both in there. You got one flying around out there. Suck it up is right. And that's the advice you give your lady friends. I wonder if in his truck he just whips one out. But when he finishes, she's never going to know because it's the other one doing doing the thing. Do they both go at the same time? No. On the, the one that's not getting worked. Urinating, work. I'm talking about. Well, at least oh, that was aim. the thing. He did say that urinating when he's peeing, it's a mess. It's just flying all you gotta over. you got to get him both. He's, he's, he's got to sit down pretty much Superman over the lid and then like lay down. Cause yeah, you're stalling yeah. it. It's like you're one not, of those. You're not whipping it out at the ASU game. at the. No, no, no. You're not at the trough. You're, yeah. you're clinched <laughs> up. you got to go into the stalls and uh, unfortunately you got to kind of go belly down over the stall because that thing's like a nylon hose. Andrew knows who the double dicker in the valley is. He's got one? Carrie Lake. Wow, well, that's probably <laughs> now that's probably quite true. Only she would say only two. <laughs> that's a good point. Excellent point. Yeah, he's got one. He says, I suppose it would be handy if something happens to one of your dicks. Like, you know, if I lose one, I got a back. I've got a, a a second one. Never thought of having a back. B D D E. What? Big double dick. Oh, energy. I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, this is uh that's, you think it'd be a lot more exciting in the uh, b- bedroom, but uh, Tank's partners have often been uh, displeased or having uh, felt awkward during. So guys know about Tank. Oh, people know. He's in the news. He's doing like, yeah. you know, he came out, so to speak. So he should help the other. He's, it's a show. It's, he said, women don't believe me when I tell them I've got two, but then when I tell them, uh, they want to see it. Of course they do. I want to see it. Not only that, Tank revealed that... Uh, only one of the two penises is in use at any given time. The other one's just kind of showing just off. And then, it, it and then it fires off. He needs to go into porn. That's what his girlfriend tried to get him to yeah. do. She wanted to be a porn star. I dated one girl who was hooked on both of them. She wanted us to do porn together. Uh, and I could have probably made a lot of money. He's just hideous looking, though. The worst part is the dude didn't take care of himself. Well, John I had Bob, it wasn't that good looking. Yeah, but at least he had still, abs. At least he did a couple things. Yeah. I know. That's true. Yeah. He could do so many deep fakes. It says that condition is treatable. Uh, Tank said, for the best decision for myself and his future is to just have one removed, but I can't afford it. Insurance doesn't cover that? <laughs> I would think it would. That's think, an I mean, elective. Jesus, insurance covers uh, your kids cutting their dicks off. You can't just cut one off of this guy? He's got a backup. Maybe he's from another country or something. I don't know. But, yeah, one of you's well, got then it. Well, it would be covered. Well, maybe it depends on the country, though. Who knows? Maybe they got a maybe their health. Maybe that uh, socialized medicine thing we are always clamoring on about doesn't cover double dick even with that. They a consider uh, yeah, hammering a body when you were given you got two no penises. Idea. Yeah, I'd never leave the house. 
Yeah, it would be. It would cross country skiing would be happening daily. I'd be ambidextrous as hell. My oh, left yeah. arm would be a power. Switch hitting. Oh my god! <laughs> and then you could do the thing where you're like carrying two beer cans and try to do it with one hand. <laughs> and you don't have to worry about the map of Hawaii on yourself. You can <laughs> no, aim it the other way. Fire. Yeah, yeah. You can aim one the other way. Yeah, yeah. it's like diverting it's great. the. Great. I can pull on this one and shoot over there. It's like uh, having a air pump. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got you. You didn't expect that, did you? You were jerking on that one. I know, and this one does the work. This is the one I jerked. This is the one I aim. <laughs> He's going to go to the doctor for the operation. Like, you want one of them? No. I want you to make both of them work at the same time. <laughs> right. Can you meld them into one giant wiener, like a kind of a, a transformer dick? Can we braid them? No. <laughs> Can we have to Miss Prime here? Sam Witwicky, I am the biggest dick in the world. Good luck, Tank, but somebody out there's got one. And if he's not listening, somebody out there knows this guy. Four peaks tomorrow, the man never has to come on out. Again, ever. But show up and talk to Brady about it first. Your God gave me two. Wow. Your God is an awesome God. How many did you get? I only got one. I got the standard. You got showroom quality. Look at these things. Would you tug it? I think I'd give him a rip. <laughs> Doesn't make you gay. It's like being at Ripley's. You'd have to go two hands. I'd want to see. Nah, I just do You'd the one. Ski. I do the one and watch the other one work. Like this is neat. I'd play with it. <laughs> <laughs> and give him to the bathroom. We'll be at four. Where'd Holmberg go? He's in the bathroom with that double dick guy still. I just want to play with it. He's got Which, that new camera up his butt, and he's playing with yeah, that I'm guy. Yeah, I'm fine. We're just going here and there. I don't know what's going on with that. Give this one a rip. I'd give it. Yeah, I'd definitely give it a rip. And come back just going, you guys got to see this. Get in there with him. He's hilarious. You got to try this. You got to. It's like being at uh, you know, a wax museum. None of it's real. Nothing. He's, he's not. It's not gay. He's got two dicks. He's a show. Great stuff. So you're out there. We'll see you at Four Peaks tomorrow, and I swear to you. No beer, no price that you cannot. Just tab me to death. I'm paying for it. <laughs> you don't have to pay for a thing. if Because you're, you're probably the one guy. Now, the weird thing will be is if we have like a, a goof, and there's like six of them here in Phoenix, and we're screwing up the average. You don't know. I'm rooting for it. And I hope it's somebody I know. I hope like Bob Brenly shows up. Well, cat's out of the bag. I just didn't want to pay for beer. That would be amazing. Or just the door swings open. Shazam! I've got two. All right, it's Al McCoy. He's a legend. I knew it. <laughs> build the statue. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, brother. This thing goes every direction. You put this one in the deep freeze. One in the pink, one in the stink. I'm the only guy that can do it. Oh, boy. From downtown. <laughs> you. The great Al McCoy. We're still, it might be that. Uh, the other one. I understand somebody wanted to see a guy with two dicks. Oh, no, it's Arpaio. <laughs> Take a look at these bad boys. This one's all shriveled up. He's not going to make it. It's like having Siamese. He doesn't use any hands when he's Siamese. at the urinal. He doesn't. I peed next to him at a urinal. And he leaned up against the wall with both hands on the wall like he was getting frisked. Bluetooth pissing. Hands free. Wow. It was weird. Standing next, and he and he did give me the courtesy. Pulls old boss hog out. He went two down. He left. He left a buffer urinal between us, but <laughs> his pants opened, dropped a little. Both hands up against the wall. 
That's how Sheriff Joe peed 20 years ago. I don't know what he's doing now. Just dribbling slowly, probably. A lot of great ideas this morning. We were uh, telling The Rock, oh, you missed it. Huh? Sheriff Joe went in the, that was when the, it was at the Walking Tall, wasn't it? Oh, we went to see Walking Tall. We weren't with The Rock, though. He came in that morning. Was it after? No, no, no. He never came in. That was separate. The Rock was never here. You're thinking of Batista. I know Batista came in. The Rock never came in. You dreamt that. Must have. Yeah, you dreamt that. It was just, unfortunately, Brady, and I know it's confusing sometimes. That was just me. It was you and me at that time. <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think, you know, The Rock's like, what do you guys want to do today? <laughs> We're not going out with The Rock. We're just, Brady and I are going to go see it with Sheriff Joe. <laughs> yeah, we went to see that Sheriff movie and pissed all over the He stayed on his phone the entire movie, too. The Rock wouldn't have tolerated that at his... Afternoon Tuesday Phoenix premiere of Walking Tall. He'd have gone, hey, Jabroni, phone down. I thought he handed out some donuts <laughs> with the, with the uh, MCSO. He went around. Maybe, but not with us. I'd remembered that. It was you and me. <laughs> Sheriff Joe, one eye in front of us. <laughs> Walking Tall, which isn't very good at all, by the way. No. Bad movie. Uh, it's 725. What do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Double Brick? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. It's e-bike month. It's August. It's a little hot out there. Pivot just released their new shuttle AME bike. You oh, can no. see, Yeah, you can see pictures of it on their uh, Facebook page. Brian's up in Colorado now checking it out. But uh, a bunch of e-bikes on special right now, up to 30% off MSRP. Go to Action Ride Shop. They're going to tell you all about the e-bikes and everything what are you laughing about i just emailed me and he said i think i just came up with al mccoy's famous saying uh with his two dicks which would be uh wham bam that's a two clam slam <laughs> nice job <laughs> well played david <laughs> two clam slam. we got to bring him back uh kevin ray if you're listening please include that into next year's that's Aiton with a mccoy two clam slam <laughs> taking the boom room anyway we got a lot of them now Sorry, go ahead, Brad. Uh, on the list, uh, Body Count, the new Stain song, Parkway Drive, Avenged Sevenfold, Metallica, Soil, Static X, Deftones, Mudvayne, Anthrax, and Public Enemy. Uh, somebody wanted to do Motorhead's uh, Born to Raise Hell for the Mormons that keep uh, knocking on your door. Yeah. Hey, we got to uh, take God's care of them. Born, Born to Raise Hell's not bad. <laughs> I don't know. There's something. Uh... God, those damn Mormons. I'm encouraging it now. I just I like shutting them down with, by just staring at them. Uh, yeah, whatever you choose. I'm fine with whatever. Well, we can do the Motorhead. I don't All think right. we've done any Motorhead in a minute. We haven't done Motorhead for a while. Let's do some Motorhead Born to Raise Hell for those Mormons that keep coming to my door. Leaving notes. Give us a call. Let me understand you showed some interest. And by the way, still a great joke, whoever played it on me, to put my name and address uh, in the Mormon you know file there so they keep coming over. They think they got one. They think they got a guy. Very curious. <laughs> but they don't. What if it's Trip? This guy says, what if Trip comes and goes, I understand you guys are looking for a double D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, feast your eyes on the prize, boys. And the other prize. Yeah. Wham, bam. Two clam slam. <laughs> Follow my nose. I'm two clam slam. Anyway. Yeah, let's do that. We'll get a little motorhead in there. Haven't had motorhead in a long time. Yeah. How long has Lemmy been dead now? It's been a while. Ten years. No. Four? Maybe five? And of course, everybody... I lost three of the years. Right as the show was ending. 2015. 
Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Yeah, 2015. This was December of 2015. Years Eight years. Right in between. Uh, and then uh, as the show was ending yesterday, we got the news that uh, Pee Wee Herman passed away. And it's still like all the tributes came out yesterday. And unfortunately, with the tributes, they can never not bring up him beaten off in that movie theater. And then... Which immediately canceled the, the show. Well, it wasn't it going, it was from, going good anyway. He brought it, it back. It came back did. when he was older, too. But the worst one that people forget about, and NBC wanted to remind you of that yesterday on their tribute. They, you know, they showed little clips of Pee-wee's Big Adventure and the Playhouse and all that and how beloved he was. Then he jerked off in Sarasota. And then uh, a few years later, they showed the full interview. I think it was with Stone Phillips uh, when he got caught with vintage pornography yeah. or vintage advertisements that were considered child porn. And Pee Wee Herman had to explain that, you know, if you saw this collection, you'd know immediately it wasn't pornography. But he was in trouble for it. And then and they, I'm not. All the cases uh, yeah. got dropped. But why bring it up? If all the cases and all, or all the charges got dropped. Why is that something NBC had to include in his eulogy? I know. It turned out to be a non-thing. Yeah. But they're like, but he did have them. But they weren't anything. Like, they dropped the charges. Yeah, but still, we like it. was a it was a good interview. And they showed the interview of him talking about, like, no, it wasn't kids and it wasn't dirty. It was kids, but it was vintage advertisements. And they considered it vintage child porn, which, you know. Any guy in his mid-50s dressed up as a 12-year-old in a bow tie and the whole thing. It, it's kind of par for the course, isn't it? Kind of start I mean? thinking, maybe he is into that kind of stuff. It didn't surprise anybody, really. What and surprised everybody. for his buddy, uh, Tim Burton. Yeah, he kept, kept putting him in movies. Yeah. Well, he was, a, he was, Paul Rubens was like. Helped him out at the beginning, too. He was they a were genius. friends early on. He and Phil Hartman were running the Groundlings back in the day. Phil Hartman was in the original Pee Wee's Playhouse. He was, uh. Captain Phil or whatever his name was, Captain uh, Carl. And that was Phil Hartman's role in the, oh, in the, the Broadway HBO special stage. One, yeah, yeah. The, on the one they did on, on live, which is so good. And then, of course, Lawrence Fishburne. Or was yeah, it was uh, no Sam Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Sam Jackson was the yeah. mailman for a little while. A lot of careers launched off of Pee-wee. Pee-wee. A lot of things launched off of Pee-wee. And some of them got him put in jail. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Just about that time for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. Before we get to that, got a little excited about double dick statistics. <laughs> Thinking there's 4.5 million people in Phoenix, there's got to be one double dick. Well, roughly half the population is women. Oh, yeah. Screws up right. the number. So we have to go probably one double dick in all of Arizona, and even that's close. Or we got a no-hitter. Right. Well, yeah, because there's like, what, 7 million, 8 million people in the whole state? tight to try to find if, have if half are women we're at four we're still under the number damn it so uh, the whole world somebody did the math the whole world's like f- almost 1500 total if you divide it in half with men women and those numbers are dwindling because the man women thing is becoming very hard to figure and we out. might have um four illegal if there's you know the numbers are up 12 million people across the border over the period of time <laughs> Wait a minute. 12 million oh but uh, again it would break down yeah, after women yeah. yeah you say something about illegal double dicks brady that means they can replicate twice as fast it's like species 
<laughs> Careful pile is on the march up there in Fountain Hills. Keep an eye on those Mexican double dicks. Yeah, so I got really excited about the four and a half million, five million fin- Phoenicians, and then I realized, oh, half of those don't have wieners in the first place. I don't want to see a double V. So if you got one of those, keep that under wraps. That'll scare me. <laughs> that will... We've looked at those before. I know, show. and I don't want to see one in person. Double dick might be funny. I got one of those, so I'm not scared of them like that. I I don't I can't look at a broken down V. I've seen porn where you're like, whoa, it's it's made oh. me turn my head. Yeah, some of those busted tomato. You don't want to see that in person. It's like a car wash. Oh, it's brutal. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Old Town Scottsdale on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, just torn out. So if you get a double one of those, I mean, if it's pristine and you got a, but I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it in a medical way. So you leave those at home, double V's. Double D's, we'll see you tonight. <laughs> Lady double D's, too. You know what I mean. Uh, it's time for Brady to give you all the news that only... Oh, that's tomorrow. Sorry, not tonight. Uh, the only news that uh, Brady knows is called the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by Hooters, and you can grab three of your favorite golf buddies and sign up now for Hooters' first annual charity golf event. They're doing their September 30th, uh, $175 a player. That gets you golf, lunch, Hooters swag bag, whole bunch more charity proceeds. The Joy Bus. See HootersArizona.com for more information. They got their golf tournament up and running. We should get their lawyers. <laughs> we should get we should get their people <laughs> to sign our golf papers. Sorry, I went Christopher Russo on it. Get the goddamn papers signed to get a golf tournament out of the way. Now it's time to relive the 1979 Pittsburgh Pirates magical season. Yes, yeah. well, today. <laughs> One high heat, Christopher Russo talks about the 1979 Pittsburgh Pirates starting. Omar Marino was the leadoff hitter. Right of that, Tim Foley. Is that true? That has to be true. Omar Marino was the leadoff hitter. Don't you question it. <laughs> <laughs> Their only weak spot, really, was catcher Ed Ott. What's wrong with that? Nothing. He just wasn't very good compared to the rest of the team. They had a powerhouse. Was Willie Stargell number four? Willie Stargell was batting number four, Brady. That's exactly right. Occasionally third, <laughs> depending on who was pitching. Bringing Dave Parker or Bill Robinson in the four spot. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> then you had Bill Madlock, who was starting to tear up the ball. You moved him to the third or second oh. spot later in the year. Russo, have you seen the Immaculate Grid? I have seen the Immaculate Grid. In fact, I write the Immaculate Grid. There is yeah, no time. I've never not had a perfect score in the Immaculate Grid. <laughs> I'll let you know. What's your rarity score? It's uh, usually the highest. <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, I don't know how that happened, but we could get the Hooters lawyers to sign our stuff and get our golf tournament for sale. That would be great. It's lingering. Trust me. Could we, we pay Allie to just do our tournament? We could pay everybody. In, we could pay Charlie Creedle. He'd do a better job at getting our golf tournament off the ground than what we're doing. Ouch. Fact. Can we just have everybody come down here and make sure the golf tournament up and money? Hey, how'd you do there, Chuck? Well, I'm better than your one and whatever it is we're doing. Our golf tournament has been bogged down by the dumbest things ever. Supposed to go on sale weeks ago. We've screwed it up. We have screwed it up. We've just to just gate, to, right? Oh, everything's done as far as like once we get it going, it's fine. It's the for sale part. The sign off. But we're not that far off. Yeah, we get three <laughs> right, right? August. We're twenty five days away. I was gonna say <laughs> 
Nobody around here cares. <laughs> Everybody's on vacation. They're like, I'll get it when I come back. Like, like really? care. Yeah, is, yeah. Does anybody? Nah, I'm out. Of, I'm out. Of, I'm not coming in. I get a leaky pipe or something. All right, I want to lay in the sun. I'm not coming to work. You know, we got this golf tournament going on, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah we'll get to it. This is WKRP. You no, know, it's high cotton. That's the problem. Living in high cotton, everybody kind of blew it. Eh, we'll get it when we get it. All right. You realize we're tick-tock, tick-tock, you know? Eh. Somebody will sign something eventual. We'll get y'all signed up. Our golf tournament's coming up, too. But Hooters has theirs ready to go. If you guys want to join that one, I don't blame you. At least it's official. Ours seems to be dancing a little bit. I'm starting to get angry every day. I yell at people every goddamn day. Me and Larry went back and forth yesterday. Like, what's going Who do we talk to? I don't know. Nobody knows. It's just floating. Man. The problem runs into that you're trying to have a golf tournament, see Brady, at a golf course. Well, that's typically yeah. where they and, happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's most of the time where they happen. But uh, got some I's to dot and some T's to cross on how to get people on the golf course playing golf and not have like some sort of weird liability no one has ever done this yeah. before right it's like the golf course and us like we want golfers to play golf on your golf course Ooh, geez let's talk to our lawyers about that why that's dicey. well they'll find a reason to ruin it and they have cooks in the kitchen it's a perfect example anyway hooters golf you tournament take this right to the top and get Ginny to like but sign off on it and she just yeah yes that's kind of happening <laughs> We're just going to go beg her for cash. Can you just pay somebody to go away, please? Anyway, Brady, it's time for you to give us the news. Brady, report it. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy homemade pie day. Mmm. Couple of baseless fun facts. Homemade pie. m M&M, Marshall Mathers, had to sign, um, well, he's required to spell out his initials when he signed the record deal. Uh, so he would get sued by M&M's, the uh, right. candy. Uh, Callaway County in Ho- is in Hawaiian Island in Molokai. And is it's the smallest county in the U.S. And uh, not only the smallest county, but also uh, smallest population. It's only 53 square miles and has a population of 88 people. And their votes count just the same. Everybody gets less than a square mile. Guy just said, I just went to ChatGPT. I got your golf tournament done. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's all it takes. Go to ChatGPT. Write it up. We're all in. New Jersey is the only state to have never named an official state song. While Tennessee has 12. Bruce Springsteen is not New Jersey's say, yeah. state song accidentally. Not everyone Or Bon Jovi. Or Jovi. Either right. way. Living on a prayer. Yeah. Of course, Tennessee has 12 between yeah. Memphis and Nashville. <laughs> yeah, they got, but I mean, New Jersey doesn't have a state song. And they've got, you're right, Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. yeah that's, or the theme to the Sopranos, even. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would, be, that would be a pretty great state theme song. Oh, hell yeah. You go to like well, a, what do we got? We got that one uh, the Dolly Steamboat song. Arizona, oh, <laughs> hear the magic. Hear me. What? Ah, ah, I shoot everybody. Or it could be the uh, the theme to King of the Hill or something. The refreshments did. <laughs> we like that. <laughs> this guy named Frank Saragusa is uh, suing Taco Bell. It's a class action suit that says the restaurant chain deceived customers by falsely advertising the amount of food in the Mexican pizza, Crunchwrap, Supreme, 
and a couple other items on the menu. Wait a minute, is that one item or is that like two no the items? the uh, crunch wrap the crunch wrap supreme is kind of that folded taco and he does a comparison. He buys one at the store and then shows the picture that's advertised. Are all tacos folded? Well, it's kind of made in a circular. Oh, it's the pocket. Oh, it's yeah, the, it's the thing pocket. pocket oh, yeah, it's like yeah, they're yeah, kind yeah. of calzone type yeah, thing. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. yeah. Oh, there's not enough food in that food for him. No, what he's saying is what you get after you order it compared to what the picture shows. Right. There's over twice as many ingredients in the advertised picture. That's uh-huh. everywhere. It's like falling down. Exactly. Yeah, you, want, you want it to look, look good. Like right. picture. That's right. also when you push all the ingredients out for the picture, they're all right there. Leave it right. to the pigs. They got nothing else better to do, but <laughs> come on. Like that guy that was measuring Subway bread, too. Right. right. It's like, come on. What's wrong with you? Eat your f- crunch wrap, hog. <laughs> Why do you measure Shut your up. waistband? I'm not a food in my food. All right. Your feet are going to fall off. Give him another crunch wrap and get him out of here. And Taco Bell, you're to blame, too. Make that dude a special crunch wrap and get him out of your hair. Don't let him take it to lawyers. I'm eating food and I needed more food in my food because that's what they promise. His uh, false advertising argument says uh, it's concerning because of inflation, saying the promise of large portions leads to low-income customers. No, you promised yourself large portions. Taco Bell. The picture misled you because you got pie-in-the-sky dreams of what the photo's going to deliver. It's never, and you know what they should, all they have to do on the picture is put not actual size. And then the hogs would be out of luck. Oh, he, uh, so they have lawyers that get stuff done? Right. For Taco if you Bell? wanted actual size photos, yeah. And <laughs> it's already, Taco Bell by the way, I just got a call. The Taco Bell lawyers got it done. Not actual size. Asterisk. If you wanted actual size of what you're going to get, you'd need a magnifier, the Hubble telescope to see the menu, like, because the pictures would be very small. There's he wants enough, them. That looks. That's his complaint: is that the tomatoes weren't as spicy and bright. But you're getting all the same stuff. And you're not getting enough beans. You're or? getting all the same stuff. It's supposed to be uh, meat in there, I guess. That's meat. He's basically saying um, he wants them to uh, stop advertising using those pictures, and unless they correct them. No. Um, and then he wants Taco Bell to fully compensate people who purchased one of their menu items from <laughs> July 31st. 2020 through the current date. This guess, guy sucks. Yeah, guess what happens when, when you get your way, Dick Nose? Taco Bell jumps up to like $9 a plate because yep. they have to fluff their meals and make it like some yep. perfect chef has to make them. And by the way, also, Pig, who's suing Taco Bell for no good Frank reason Saragusa. whatsoever. Frank Saragusa. Uh, I also see in the advertisement a beautiful woman. And when I watch you eat that... I know for a fact you don't she look like the picture either. Yeah. Well, she ain't, but I know who is, Frank Saragusa. And you're not going to be, you represent what it looks like to eat one. So you don't get the pretty one unless you're pretty. That beautiful Asian woman eating tacos or whatever she is, Indian, Mexican, she's something. She gets the pretty one. You get the one that looks most like you, Frank. Now shut up, put your insulin in your leg and enjoy your meal. Another poll asked people, what the perfect sandwich would have on it? Uh, meat. Yeah, roast Bread. beef. The meat, cheese, ham was the uh, dominant meat. I'm not a big ham. No meat. Ham and turkey dominated as our favorite sandwich meats. Uh, wheat, sourdough, multigrain are the top choices for bread. Brett, what kinds of salami? Gabagool. 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 Some prosciutto. You know, prosciutto. Gabagool. Gabagool. Our favorite cheese, cheddar. 
followed by Swiss, an American pepper jack, and provolone. All, all the cheeses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're just naming ingredients. <laughs> number one, so, so the number one would be cheddar. Okay. Then the favorite veg, Perfect. tomatoes. Mason Sutherland's date. Oh, too soon. <laughs> too soon. She's my favorite one. It's been four years. She's my soon. favorite. Let's be honest. When I think veg, I think that one. <laughs> the condiment's kind of disturbing on that sandwich. So you got a ham, cheddar, and tomato sandwich. Okay. Okay. Ketchup is the condiment that no, goes you on. You got a problem with that? That's the number one. Yeah, I don't like I'm with Brady on this one. Yeah, I don't answer. want to put ketchup on the sandwich no. like that either, but I'm not eating that sandwich to begin with. So once you put ham on it, I don't want it. I like ham, but not. I'm not going after it. It's not a coconut for you? Oh, it's okay. not a coconut, but it's, low on, the, it's turkey, low on the list turkey of meats. Over the turkey ham. Yep. I take everything before ham, every meat before ham. Like ham's last on the list. It's edible, but it's the last one if you give me options. But I'm not slapping ketchup on there no. mustard i love mustard yeah probably too much dating.com has the results of their new survey they found that 47 percent of the people said their relationship began because one of them decided to shoot the other a dm Ooh, slipping into dms um so what we're saying is whores are getting it done because that's what DM sliding is. They always, Hell yeah. Horses. 72% of the people said social media has been a cause of conflict either in their current or previous relationship. 79% use social media to hard launch or to announce their relationship. <laughs> we have lost the plot. Hey, we've, la- we've hard launched. Yeah. <laughs> talk to Lisa you hard launch that. on that? Let's do this. 50% admitted to fighting with their partner about still having... X's photos visible on their Facebook or Instagram pages. Just clip it. What do you need it for? It's nothing but trouble. Right. I keep up with my family. You got a phone, right? Call them. I don't want to talk to them. I want to kind of do it in a passive-aggressive way. They can just look at pictures of me doing stuff. The billion-dollar Mega Millions drawing is tonight. Even if you lose. A billion, too? Yeah. Man. I am out of the loop. And if you lose, keep keep your ticket. Bring Wintermeyer back. Yeah. I know. Because Krispy Kreme is giving out free donuts today and tomorrow if you show up with any lottery, lottery ticket. Now oh, that hog from Taco Bell will be bitching <laughs> about the size of donuts, too. <laughs> That'll make, that might make up for it. I didn't win the lottery last night, and I want my free nut. What do you call it? It's a tiny little donut. Outside on the sign, there's one that's over 14 feet tall. That's what I expected. 45-year-old Sakila Coles was the director of parking enforcement for a town in Pennsylvania. All right, Brett. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Brett. By the way, before we get to the story about Sakila, <laughs> when you're a pig, don't you think to yourself, ah, oh, this isn't a very satisfactory chalupa, but if I complain... I'm a pig, and I don't want to be known. Like, don't you have self-awareness of how much more pig status you get by bitching? Like, you're not doing... About fast food? Yeah, you, yeah, you think like you're Don Quixote or something, like you're saving... You're, you make yourself grosser. That's the same with the pigs on the plane that don't get two seats, too. <laughs> Sliding over into your seat. When he <laughs> so, says it, it's, it's so funny. much more bite. Pigs on a plane, it's just a That's pop piece and all that. 
Captain Save a Fat. Yeah, it's just you're right, but don't you like the but the pigs on a plane just sit there like, geez, I hope no one says anything. It's the pigs at Taco Bell that start mouthing off about it. Doesn't look like the picture. It just makes you more of a pig. Just have some self awareness. Eat no, your chili. Yeah, as far as it being wrong, it's like I, I mean, we restaurants you go by on the, on the fast food and saying. You know it never matches up to the But pictures. when you're normal, but, uh, is that you're not so crazy illegal? as to go up to the picture and lose your mind thinking, if I don't get this, my life's incomplete. You're at a fast food place. You've, everybody's known forever. And to actually complain, there's more ingredients on the picture. Eat the picture. You're not above it. Sorry. Get back to Shanique. So, Sakila Cole's got uh, caught stealing from parking meters. She would have uh, employees turn in all the coins they got from the meters. Another worker would convert them into cash, and she kept that in her desk. Then at least a portion of it would be used for her own petty cash. Mm-hmm. She used the money to cover costs for uh, birthday cakes, office parties, sure. restaurant trips for her and her staff. <laughs> She's also accused of voiding parking tickets for her family members. Oh. The investigative investigation report reportedly took months. Now she's been charged with theft and receiving stolen property. Officials say she stole more than forty three hundred bucks. She was kicking it back to the company, though. Right. So I don't, you know, yeah, it'll be, well, two thousand of it has been repaid. Very much, like all covered. Yeah. So, Brett's like, you know, as so long as you give it, you kick it up. Yeah, exactly. Everybody gets a taste. We've got our featured chick fight. In Florida, this happened on the 4th of July. Right. Dixie Styles, 18, <laughs> yes. versus Macy Reagan, 23. Ooh, Dixie and good, Macy. That's Ooh. a good billboard. Both arrested over the 4th. Uh, fight broke out over stolen vape pens. <laughs> of course. How dare you? We knew that. Dixie uh, was accused of stealing the pens. Macy whipped out a gun Whoa. and then <laughs> bit part of... Uh, Dixie's ear. Off. Oh, she had a gun oh, and she Holyfield still bit someone. Tyson. Man, yeah, she waved it. Dixie didn't care. Man. Went after her. Here's a uh, Dixie. She kind of smirks on her mugshot. She's bandaged up too. <laughs> Fairly normal. These kids had guns. Uh, yeah, Macy them. Reagan did. And there's Macy Reagan. Oh, uh, teenage, teenage. <laughs> she's she's twenty three. She way too many bags under her eyes for how young as she is. <laughs> Looks like uh, so that's the math. Dixie got a couple of shots in on the eye. Yeah, they got a couple of pops. They're they're a little puffy. Oh, she's got crazy eyes. Oh, they both do. Yeah, they're Floridian. There's there's Joe Arias oh, in the way you're making right there. You my vape pen. <laughs> I wish I was in Dixie. <laughs> she's got a thousand yards. Oh, yeah, that one's that one's going to make someone's life a nightmare. Really? <laughs> she's cute, but she's got a lot of demands. She carries that gun everywhere, and she's a biter. And now it's time for some Wild Wild World. All right. Go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild Wild World. (laughs) This woman in Indonesia, it's a miracle she survived. She was in the jaws of a crocodile for 90 minutes. Wow. Croc clamped down on her leg and arm and part of the body. pointier noses, right? A narrow nose, but they're still going to get eaten by one. And the croc went in the water and kept her. Seems, you know, less less clamping with. Right. Yeah, he didn't clamp down an entire center. It's like a a more narrow clamping. Um, so the croc kept. She was battling enough to try to keep her head above the water until finally guys were stepping in there, 
kind of trying to get the croc to release, but it held on to her for 90 minutes. Wow. Persistent. Got her to the uh, hospital, and she survived. So the guys knew her and weren't real diligent about saving her. Mm, and they, she's uh, going to make it. I can't take this screaming anymore. <laughs> get her out of there. We'll try something tomorrow. It's my ex-wife. <laughs> Just let it go. There she is. What are you doing in there, baby? So are crocs bigger than alligators or are gators bigger? Brady? Alligators are you or the crocs are usually usually larger than Oh, okay. But their mouths crocs are can get uh, you know, twenty feet, eighteen oh, wow. to twenty feet in length. But big. Have, like the saltwater croc, huge. But gators have real wide mouth. Yeah, but um it's when you get a croc that big, there you look at the crocs that take the uh wildebeest that cross that river. <laughs> Those oh, yeah. are some big jaws. They're taking but, Back to my original Zebra's idea down. a couple hours ago. How would it be to have a prisoner in there with him? How much more popular would your zoo be? You, could, you wouldn't have enough room. Oh. The, the viewing numbers, oh. let alone if you could. <laughs> and he has to be dressed as one of them. There's a, oh. There is a guy that I was telling Brett, he put on a yeah. croc suit and, and went next to a crocodile. He's going to die. Longer snout on the crocodile yeah. than yeah. the gator. There's the picture. Look, right. look they've, the size. Got, they've got 14 feet on a on oh, average wow. on a gator. Man. Yeah, they're, they're in Australia too. They tell you about those estuary and crocodiles. You hear anything rustling around there by the water? It's probably an estuary and crocodile. They'll come up on land, wait in the bushes, and feed on what you mate. That's why I'm telling you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would walk from the resort you, to the beach. What do you not You had hearing? to go through this, like, brushy growth. Careful out there. They've seen a couple estuarians. Like, what's that? That's a salt water. Doesn't that mean salt water? Yeah. But that, that also means anywhere they want to go. Okay. What do you do to fight them off? You run for your life, mate. And they're very fast. If you see one, you're probably going to die. Also, a cassowary bird waits you. Great. And there's jellies in the water. Why did I fly here? I flew for 18 hours to come here and stay in my hotel room scared. There's a brown in your hotel room. First thing we did, went in the hotel room, looked up in the corner, and uh, uh, my girl at the time, I was with in Australia with, points up to the corner. She goes, ooh, that's a big spider. And he goes, yeah, that's one of the bad ones. And the dude goes in the bathroom and grabs tissue paper. He's bringing our bags in, tissue paper. And then just beats the living bejesus out of this thing in the corner, squeezes it, throws it in the thing. He goes, I don't think that was one of the browns, but you never know. I'm like, you don't? What do I have to do about that? Call us if you see another. <laughs> yes, I will. The thing was the size of the palm of your hand. It was massive. That this was is a, hmm. another thing out Look of at the... that. There's muggers and Siamese and Chinese and spectacled. Look at all those crocs. And there's American, albino, Cuban. <laughs> Your dad knows some Cuban crocodiles. Nile Nile the crocodile. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. Those are big. Javier Bardem's in that. This is a little another story out of Shark Week. One of the things they just recently captured on film is they know that orcas have preyed on great white sharks. They're the apex predator of the ocean. And they figured out how what they and they when they attack the great white, all they do is remove the liver from the great white, like surgically, they because that's the is. most nice nutrient nutrient filled organ. It's big, it's full of protein, 
and delicious. Miguel Cotto used to hunt the liver in so boxing. Wait, the orcas are keto? Yeah, they're yeah. big big into the keto <laughs> diet. Proteins. Uh, so they captured one. The orcas not only are getting great white sharks, but they had a whale shark, 60-foot whale shark, and they figured out how the orcas do it. The one will swim underneath the whale shark and get the whale shark flipped over on its belly. They and do eat the that same belly. thing with a great white that the sharks go catatonic. Oh, and they're upside down. They yeah. freeze for a second. They just kind of freeze up, and then the one comes in and just oh. removes it from the side. Oh. And they showed uh, you got video of this. There's a drone footage of uh, a great white shark. Drone they, footage. Yeah, they they saw above the water oh. of the on the great white, and then the one that I saw with the divers with the whale shark. They showed they showed the orca. You could see it come up. Underneath that whale shark and get it to flip it over. Flipped it over. Neat. That's pretty cool. It's the same way they get that pig out of Taco Bell. They got to roll him out. <laughs> <laughs> he goes catatonic when he's on his back, too. It's nothing exciting, but you can see him. Yeah. <laughs> they remove the great white uh, liver pretty quick. All right, I only got eight tomatoes. I don't think vegetables is your yeah. problem. Yeah. What's all those red dots on my tomato, or my uh, tostada? What is, okay, so here we go. This is the drone footage. It almost feels like this was set up. Yeah, the great white, so he got below it there, wow. turned over, and then there's the liver. It's just gone that uh-huh. quick. And they leave the rest for everyone yep. else? Yep, and the shark just kind of sinks to the bottom. Huh. There's three of them. It's three against one. But Shamu was so nice at SeaWorld. <laughs> yeah, Shamu yeah. kissed a kid. I watched Shamu kiss a kid never once did it eat its <laughs> liver. Although I'd have paid for that. Was Bruce the orca on the, yeah. in the cartoon? Yeah. 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 It wasn't the orca, it was the shark. Oh, you're right. Damn it. Well, I bought. That's the way say his pledge. I will not. Yeah, I forgot his place. Fish our friends, not fish our friends, not food. Hello, boy. Oh, there it is. So there's three of them, and they just got him already, yeah. right there. Man, that's the South Chicago of the ocean. A lot of trouble going on in that neighborhood. They're all wearing socks hats. <laughs> yeah, they're all. They are black and white. Black and white. Right. And one's got a Frank Thomas jersey. Yeah, it says South Side yeah. on the front. <laughs> and she'll like it too. Man, oh man, yeah, he's been taking his tea. <laughs> I would have paid top dollar for that. Orcas are the largest animal in the ocean, and this is our friend Shamu. Come on up, Shamu, and ah! give little Vanessa a kiss. Oh, God, he's eating a liver. <laughs> and I'd have been the only one going, that's exactly what should happen. They're not supposed to dance for us. They're supposed to eat livers. I got a couple more. Oh, that's your wild, wild world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, see, I like nature in its best shape. I don't like seeing kids getting, I'm going to kiss mommy from him. Good. You know what he wants to really do is he can mm-hmm. smell your blood. Really can smell your I, blood. I don't get any point. satisfaction or joy out of watching kids and people getting a kiss from Shamu. I like when he splashes you because that's what he does natural, and I like when he cuts you in half. <laughs> First <laughs> video, video. There's no in between. There's no possible entertainment value to me to make that thing so docile it's kissing kids. Ch- chunk of liver out right in front of me. Now I'm now I'm actually in SeaWorld. Because what you're showing me is Pixar World. SeaWorld, that great white is not friends with Vanessa, the eighth grader. <laughs> Ow, gone. The way it should be in the sea. It's some hot dogging on some motorcycles. All right, let's see it. Yep. 
uh, a twin approach here. Two guys, two bikes, trying to do a... Once again, I want to point out Brady's media. Meek Mill News is the uh, the provider of this content. Brady and uh, Robert Kraft, owner of the Patriots, are big (laughs) Meek Mill fans. My man. He is hot-dogging on his bike. Oh, he's hot-dogged right on top of his friend's bike. Keep watching. And then it's ghosting down the side. That bike's all on its own with no rider. Still going, and the one guy up there is not going fast enough. Clips him. Oh, attention. Check the clip. Oh, no. It's just hanging. Oh, that leg is busted in half. Oh, my goodness. At the shin. By the ghost bike. Well, hot dogging led to this. Yep. Hot dogging never leads to a quality day. Like how the guy's pacing with it. Well, he's trying to keep it from bouncing out into traffic, I think, but it's going to end up what's being he yeah. do? Yeah. Be his nightmare. I don't do yeah. anything, yeah. Well, that's exactly what oh. you expect. Boy, that leg, that leg is a noodle. Oh, my God. Next one is uh, Frank Saragusa, the guy in the lawsuit at Taco Bell. Holy smokes, is this Yeah, like and listen to what his dad has to say. His dad that guy's not you have to You have to look in and say... He'll tell me what to get him, and I come right back a lot of times in case that's too much food. But I'll get it for him and bring it to the house and put it right in front of him. He's my son. I love him. He's Game, game in the pounds. pounds. Oh, oh, yeah. You're going to have him too long. Nope. You don't love him that much, or you wouldn't be handing him two bags of McDonald's. And he's got a sweet lunker bass on his <laughs> necklace. He's, he got wow, that. he does. I got Look it. I caught a 10-pound channel cat, and they gave me this gold medallion. And before we play this uh, last one, when, did it come over, Toledo? Yep. I Uh-oh. got this. This is from um, Leighton Isabel. Dear Chunks, <laughs> I have you. an exclusive video for you today. <laughs> Had an HVHC guy it's take him. a fall. At our warehouse yesterday, just pulled the video for insurance, decided to send you the other copy. I hope this gets the gents a chuckle before the squeals of Brett's videos. Okay, we got the, we got a guy just working a, a thing in a wall. He's standing on the top of a ladder next to another guy. This guy climbs the green ladder, and there he's got his finger close to some electrical socket. I don't... Wow, oh, the ladder oh, gave oh, way! Man. Down he goes. That's a busted ladder. <laughs> the busted face. Oh, oh. oh. His whole oh, yeah. face is just gushing. Oh. And then, oh, my God, his friend just goes finger yeah. and nostril. Yeah. Yep. yeah, it's cut. Yeah, yeah, you yep. definitely are bad here. He's in the protocol, too, because he does this, head first. Does this hurt? What, you shoving your finger in my broken nose? Yes. <laughs> Immediately, that, it would hurt if my bro- my nose wasn't broken. How about this? Your eyeball, do you want me to put that back? I hope that guy's okay. Jeez, Louise, that ladder just split in half. Did the splits on him. Thank you, Leighton. Yeah, thanks, Leighton. And thank you, Chunks. We appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, Brett, uh, hang on one second. I gotta find it now. Uh oh, that means he's got a good one. No, no the dark web crazy. sometimes is okay, slow. Right. Uh, you know, I was only gonna do one today because Uh-oh. the other one was I, we've shown. Well, uh, you know what? Who I'll cares? Just, I'll just I'm, I, we're, well, I'm all over the. We've seen them before. There's nothing we can't see twice that isn't. We've se- if, if not, we've seen something similar. Okay. All right, let's see it. Some parking garage oh, here. Boy. We're in a parking garage. The arm goes up. The Volkswagen is waiting to go forward. Goes forward. Honda. Oh, yeah. It's dragging a person oh, yeah. the tire. I don't Whoa. know. Holy cow. Not Father Dale, Bishop O'Brien. Bishop yeah. O'Brien. Right. There's half a person hanging off the side of that Volkswagen, and it's driving oh, and along. he just went over the speed bumps. Has, oh, <laughs> I didn't even catch that. He just went oh. over the speed bumps. Show that again, because i got to watch the speed bump it's, part. 
Yeah, the arm goes up. They don't even know. Look at this. The Honda Odyssey. Look at the blood following his head, too. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. That, you know what? That Accord, that Honda. How do you even. Oh, it was a Volkswagen. Oh, it's a Honda Accord. Was it? Oh, I thought it was yeah. a VW at the front. Oh, okay. And then this one, the, one this one Jetta. just goes along with. Briggs uh, arguing about what car it is because he's like, hey, you didn't see that guy. It's a feature that they have on the new ones. I thought that was a VW. They were big on killing That people. one came loaded. This one just wow. goes along with what Brady was talking about earlier with the Crocs and, and Gators and stuff. There's nothing gross about it, really. Okay. It's the dead body oh, yeah, floating around. Hanging on. Suppose your kids. It's just a croc with a dead guy. Yeah. Taking its time. Just swimming along. Just along for a while. Just swimming away. Like leisurely, too. Yeah. Like real casual Just day. strutting. It's like George Jefferson yeah. going into the apartment. Yeah, that's almost kind of like the speed they do when they win a championship and go around a city. Mm-hmm. One mile an hour up and down the roads to show your your new trophy. And this one's entitled Chocolate Chip Cookies. Okay. Oh, no. oh I don't like this. I know. <laughs> no. this. Oh, my God. All right. It's going to be somebody pooping in dough. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, <laughs> what wart is, man. He's got warts all over his hands, and he's got, like, the Dr. Pimple. He's carving them off. It's the Congolese Dr. Pimple. Oh, what are those? Wait a minute. Oh, there's bugs eating his hands. It's like those there, caves There's stuff out. in there. I was going to oh, say, those are... Those are houses for maggots. Made your, oh, hand, your hand look like a waffle. Oh, look at them all bouncing it's out like, now. Oh, oh, it. oh, it leaves these giant holes in his hands where the bugs live. Oh, his oh, fingers the moving, moving around. around. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh it's no! Moving oh. It. And it can't be cleaned. To just use a pocket knife to open up look this guy's hands to get the bugs out. Oh, it. <laughs> Did you, oh. did you watch this one all the way? Look at it. It's trying to oh. get out. There's his hand. It's like one of those hammer games at Golfland. The other figure <laughs> has one, too. He's got so many holes to choose from. It, he looks He'll like, never catch that uh, thing. It, you got to set a mole trap for that. It's, his hands have honeycomb holes. Why is he being delicate? Just stab it. Just stab the man. There's no reason to keep him yeah, alive. Just chop the yeah, damn hand off. Yeah, yeah, there's they, nothing left. They've already finished off the tip of the finger. There's no medicine wherever this is to stop uh. this? That's improving? Yeah, the goal is to just keep cutting them out. This uh, long process. Oh, oh, you know what he really that. needs? Just some Can nitrogen peroxide. Just <laughs> soak it. In a little bactine. He's little, got three rotted <laughs> little palm digits. You haven't tried dipping in hydrogen? Oh, That was rough to see. Soak that thing in palm olive or something. Anything. Just wash your hands. Quit letting your friends use their dirty pocket knives to open up your fingers to, to pull out your problems. Oh, <laughs> quit complaining about American health care. Quit it. Yes, it could be better. It could also be worse. Your hand could be filled with bugs that your friend Tyrone has to chop out with a buck knife. Why didn't you do anything about this? Uh, well, I have no options. What do you mean? I am doing something I li- about it. I live in the streets. Cut that open. There's no medical. Oh. That was rough. That one made my stomach turn. Just jelly fingers because you can see them you underneath You could feel the skin. that. You could feel what was going uh, on uh, under uh. the skin. Lots of things living under your skin. And your buddy's like, I'll cut that out for a couple bucks. Eels in his hand. Okay. Brett, you're the, you're the worst. Uh, it's 824. There you go, everybody. That is your brand new report. It's 98KUPD. Those videos can go up on Facebook. Those are good ones. We can pop those up. You can. We'll share those. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD.
still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. By the way, today is the day that, uh, ironically, opened the 1936 uh, Olympics, which were the Hitler Olympics. And also, August 1st, the last entry for Anne Frank. <laughs> kind of a, you know, bookends, I guess. <laughs> That's one way to, you know, I'm not a historian or anything, but I'd be like, there's some bookends right there. This is Hitler's rise. And Frank's uh, last day, responsible for all that. All that stuff. I've been on a kick lately that I, uh, my friend Colin and I went back and forth a little while ago. Uh, You know, nobody makes Helen Keller jokes after the fifth grade unless they're terrible. But we were making Helen Keller references and then started to look up videos of Helen Keller and stuff. And uh, there's a lot of them. I don't think that was real. My new, I've got my conspiracy theory uh, uh, physical therapist coming today who thinks there's people living inside the moon. So we get into conspiracies. And I was kind of thinking about what's my latest like. And then Colin and I were talking about it. And I'm, I started thinking to myself, I don't think the Helen Keller thing actually occurred. What? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, because of watching the videos of her trying to, like, she just touched someone's face and she could tell what they were saying. She never heard anything. She never, it, it, I think they started some idea and then, like, the teacher was pretending she could talk to her and stuff. And then they just put some other lady out there. She, did, none of that was real. None of, uh, maybe I have to take kid, a look at some of those. None of that was real. She wrote books. <laughs> like, no, none of this was real. I think uh, the teacher saw, because the more I looked into it, the more I'm like, no. No, this is all horse. <laughs> this isn't real. This was, especially back then when they didn't have like uh, neuron abilities. She would put to, the hand over the. She mouth, just put right? it on her face. The crazy part is Helen wasn't real like consistent with where she touched your face to hear you. Like eh, I'm seeing a whole load of horse. How do we get? And I think as a kid, like the teacher got hold of her and was like, uh, you know, and all that, all that Helen was allowed to do, blah blah, and then she goes, she's saying water. She needs this and that. Uh, you don't know that's true. The, like, the teacher was the only one that was telling you what she was saying for the longest time. And then suddenly there's this lady there, and she's writing books, and she's coherent. I'm like, mm, there's been a switcheroo somewhere along here. I don't think. <laughs> Let's follow the paper. Who made the money on the books? Right, and that's the thing. Did the, yeah, yeah. And then my buddy uh, Winston, ironically, like a day later, sent me a video of a guy talking about Helen because I said something. And he said, he said, here's a video of a guy who thinks Helen. And now there's a real conspiracy. That I don't think Helen Keller made it much past eight. I'm pretty sure Helen was. Ann Sullivan hired somebody to, to be Helen Keller later. And they made a ton of money writing books. And there's no way Helen Keller ever penned a, a novel. Because when I started, like, you know, beyond the jokes from fourth grade, we were like, ah, blah, 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 ha, ha. How did Helen Keller, uh, you know, bruise her leg? Somebody rearranged furniture, you know. <laughs> that kind of yeah, don't yeah, laugh at it, Brad. <laughs> but those are the things. But I just remember that. That's why I'm right. like, you know. But that's our history with Helen yeah. Keller. Very tell you prank her. Very few of us oh. dug deep and that's read it. about. Oh, okay. it. Right, that's how you prank. Her. Oh. <laughs> he was. He, was, I, he wants. More I thought there was. A, I thought there was another one. I thought he had another one. Oh, there's lots of them. <laughs> we don't want to go into that because right. that's the only real history we know of Helen Keller. She's a great. She's a. She's basically the Don Rickles of her day. Or we are about her, but I, yeah, I don't think that was real. I think there was I somewhere around that because uh, I, I remember seeing a black and white video. Oh yeah, there's a loads couple of them. them. Like then that this person penned this book. Yeah, and all of a sudden she's like, "I believe that there are several children." Like what? The, how did you understand the question? 
There's a swapperoo in the middle of that thing. Somewhere in the middle, Helen Keller got swapped out with an actress, and then uh, that teacher, the the miracle worker, made all the money. I'm, I'm guessing the real Helen Keller croaked out or walked in front of a horse or something and got stomped, and everybody's like, well, we can't let this myth die. Bury that, and we'll get another kid. Man, there's no way. The more I looked into, like, the, like the new Darren on Bewitched yeah, and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. they just replaced the kid? Yes, that was the Becky from Roseanne, to be <laughs> there more... There were three yeah, Helen yeah, Kellers. Yeah. There, was, there, was a, there was a few, and we never saw, like, like the gaps in time. No, There wasn't enough photographs or video to be like, oh, obvious aging process. Like, we looked at her as a kid, all right, there's pictures, and she was a mess as a kid. Like, <laughs> face was all over the place, and as an adult, she's, her eyes are straight. She's, <laughs> they didn't fix her. Anyway, that's my new conspiracy. Helen Keller was a swapperoo, and there's no possible way she wrote those books. No way. And then he said, you know, of course, the best Helen Keller joke of all time is, why didn't they let Helen Keller drive? Because she's a woman. Which is hilarious. <laughs> all by itself. But yeah, we, those that's how we know. Anyway, I don't know how I got off on that. My friend Colin, we were sending each other videos of... And Helen's hand is kind of on the nose and like her pinkies on the lips of Anne Sullivan. I think that this is the most monumental. And then Helen's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, no, yeah. you didn't hear any of that. <laughs> Just by touching her mouth. Stop it. And all she did was just go, you know, paper, rock, scissors in her hand for a little bit to talk to her. And then she would mouth it back. I'm like, she's not doing anything. Anne Sullivan's making up what, we, what she's saying. Anyway, that's my new conspiracy. It's a little late in the game, but nobody else is bringing it up. No one else wanted to look into it. Like, <laughs> we're looking so bad by looking into this. Care. Just let it go. Helen Keller's the biggest fraud pulled over American history. She's the Jesse Smollett of her day. Only it was longer. It was like a, and then books. People bought them. She's a miracle. You could pull the wool over the eyes of those dummies. Our grandparents were not smart, and if they got told something, it was fact. Uh, yeah, the newspaper printed it. It was the truth. Helen, you, you could snow a lot of dummies. She wrote the Lorax? I did not know that. Yeah, she was. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't make her Dr. Seuss. <laughs> She's magical in her imagination. How do you know? Oh, she punched some lady in the palm, and that lady told me. They just did like, blah, 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 blah. The Story of My Life by Helen Keller, which she didn't see or hear. So how does she know the story of her life? You can read it for free on the Amazon Kindle app or pay $3 to get a paperback. Copy. I have it on books on tape. Chapter 2. There she is, Miss Sullivan, who showed a remarkable genius. Yeah, see, and that's the other thing. The more I read, you couldn't have more superlatives in front of uh, Ann Sullivan. Genius, brilliant, miracle worker. She's the one helping write. So it says in the in the description, it says, In this classic autobiography, first published in 1903, Miss Keller recounts the first 22 years of her life, including the magical moment at the water pump when recognizing the connection between the word water, how did she, she hear a word know. water, and the cold liquid flowing over her hand, she realized that objects had names. Oh, whoa, whoa. Also, I don't know if you guys knew this. Helen went to Harvard. What? Helen... Graduated from Come Harvard. On, yeah, she did they did it. They faked it. They did it for the PR, John. I don't know how this is happening. I don't know how we <laughs> got off of my new thing. There's no way Helen Keller is real. 
I know she beat Yale in the uh, crew. Radcliffe, it says here that she graduated cum laude she, from she, Radcliffe. Yeah, she was Radcliffe and then got uh, honorary stuff from uh, Harvard and all that. Everything was, the wool was being pulled. Helen Keller was dumb as a stomp till the end. You're not fixing that. If that's true, how come this, here's the other thing. I just thought of this. How come that system doesn't apply to all other people blind and deaf? Because there's there've been plenty of them. Why can't the miracle workers hand punch system work for all them? I met a guy who was blind and deaf, and it was the most intolerable five minutes of my life. I felt so bad the guy couldn't communicate. He was just yelling. He didn't even know it. Every I once, don't get that. It's only eighty pages. <laughs> every once in a while, you just hear, <laughs> and it was because the, the thing was taking a <laughs> in the chair. Here at Radcliffe. Yeah, there was nothing about Helen Keller and Ann Sullivan's miracle process that was being passed on to any other blind deafies. <laughs> I I love the reviews. This, this from verified purchaser K. I bought this book for an eight year old. She read it in one day within an hour. Yeah, I didn't like the small print layout. <laughs> Neither did Helen. <laughs> right? She wanted big print. Boy, yeah. my review is bull. This didn't happen. There's a Japanese review in Kenji. No, that's uh, Helen wrote is that. that. It's, just, that it's just gibberish <laughs> and nonsense. They gave her a pencil and some, and she scribbled all over the page. This one from Japan gives it one star. I wish I could translate that. Oh, there it is. The letters are too small to read. It probably cheap. It's too. hard to see. Oh, the irony. Helen's book is tough to see. I love it. Oh, you reviews. mean Helen didn't proofread it? We'll always find a one star review. Come on. I have met blind people that are in worse shape and they can hear than Helen Keller was. And. In whatever year she was alive, when they didn't have any technology. It's all fake. Don't buy it anymore. Here we go. Perpetuate. I knew it. Edward, waste of time. <laughs> I found this to be a waste of time. Rather than a story about triumphing triumphing over adversity and the lessons that Helen learned from her struggle, the book seems more like Helen putting on a positive spin on almost yeah. everything that happens to her and being treated well by other people and, who felt and it's bad hell for her. bent to praise are, Anne Sullivan. Yeah, there are a few and, negative situations that befell Helen. I find that hard to yeah, believe because she's not real. Anne Sullivan died in 1936. Yeah, estimated net worth how much? Five million. No kidding. Oh, At she that fleeced time? that little handy, yeah. didn't yeah, she? So oh, what was Helen Keller's net worth? What, what year was that? Thirty six. That was when she died, nineteen thirty six. And it's, yeah, that's said. Yeah, so at every the time. so on average, because I looked this up a while ago, it's like every thirty years you can almost triple the amount of the dollar, like thirty or forty years. It gets into the kind of hairy areas about fifty years ago. But so if you just say what in the thirties was almost a hundred years ago, so you got probably about seven times more. So she's yeah. worth about thirty five million back there. Did well. Just hand <laughs> Helen and never passing that information on to any other sick kids. You go to the children's hospital, they're not punching each other in the hands with their thing. $35 million for finger and a bra. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was true. I wish that was part of the movie. Finger me, Helen. Finger me. Finger me harder, Helen. Right here. She's fingered me and she wants some water. What did you, what did you do to our daughter? No, no, but I say that she's fingering in my hand. Uh, yuck. You need to go somewhere else. <laughs> the parents couldn't figure out the, you know, the high fives that she kept giving it. And, oh, she's saying that she wants $25 for groceries. Really? 
Yeah, Helen, and punched her in the head. Yes, definitely, twenty-five. Give me twenty-five dollars. Well, that's amazing what you've made her communicate. Like she can, she tells you, yes, she needs that and a sub sandwich. Helen Keller's not real. Seems to be the magical number uh, for Helen Keller. She died in nineteen sixty-eight. She was thirty years old. Her net worth was five mil. The the, the replacement Helen. Yeah. The one that that had to fake it. Series three. Yeah, yeah, Helen 2.0. Could hear a little, see a little, communicate, getting degrees from Radcliffe and Harvard and writing books. I'm not buying any of it. Anyway, my theory. All you got to do is watch that video of her touching that lady's face. And that lady was on the tail end of her life there when that video came out. And Helen was still reliant on pushing her in the face to find out what people were talking about. And then someone else would talk. What about an accent? She can't. Horse all of it. Sorry. Moon landing's real. That ain't. <laughs> uh, Helen Keller. I mean, somebody needs to write a book. Helen Keller was. Uh, we need to look into it. Nobody's ever looked into it because it does make you look like an asshole. <laughs> but there's no right, way. Right. <laughs> Why are you trying so hard to disprove <laughs> Helen Keller? Because it's garbage. It's garbage. It's like when little kids fly planes all the way across the country. And their dad's in the cockpit. She's in charge of, like, uh, she can't do takeoffs and she can't do landings. Well, she's not flying the plane. Let's not, there's no credit like you anymore. did when you were a kid. You sat on your dad's exactly. lap and steered the car. Yeah. Even though his hands were on the wheel. It doesn't make me Mario Andretti. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was, you didn't even see it, but his right. thumbs were on the wheel down the bottom to make sure you didn't crash. Anyway, I saw that for the first time in years the other day. I was driving down the road and I saw a kid sitting on his dad's lap. Oh, really? God, I hope so. Maybe it was Father Dale driving a kid home. <laughs> but uh, a guy was sitting on a kid's lap. The little kid was driving. Driving, like, man. I haven't. I don't think I've seen that in years. And I, I kind of wondered because now I'm an adult. I'm wondering. I wonder what the insurance liability would be if they found out if you wrecked the car, or if the kid just went nuts and just did a full on le- like he throws a Louie and just goes right into on like it hits a post. You'd have that to deal with. Uh, the yeah, they wouldn't CPS. cover you. Yes, they wouldn't cover you. Like if if you were passed out and the kid you you the kid just smashed into something and you both went out and the and the EMT showed up and the kid's sitting in your lap and you're both kind of out cold you wake up and you're like no th- none of this is covered you're not allowed to do this <laughs> and then I'd have the kid punch me in the hand and go but he's blind and deaf <laughs> you, 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 well, no, well. nobody and he wants twenty five bucks in a sub sandwich anyway all right we'll just do ninth caller then I got off on my Helen Keller rant timely. Uh, it will do a ninth caller, give you offspring tickets. How about that? 585-9800 will give you those tickets right now. And then get you ready for all the new stuff that's coming out. The hot releases are right around the corner. Helen Keller is a farce. You heard it here first. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. <laughs> I told you. Uh, it's, uh, it's 921. I, I can't start breaks doing that. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I can't do that to myself. Especially Larry just got and here. I and then I look over at Brett and he's just beaming. He looks like a child's drawing of the sun right now. <laughs> Is it Christmas? <laughs> Did he say that? Let's hurry through this. I want to hear the rest of the story. No, I, know. I just got this email. I love this. It says, Holmberg, let me tell you this. My family member has this, a person we know with limited sight and can't hear. We ask how come a long time ago they don't use the Sullivan system. 
And the guy looked right at my dad and said, because it's not real. Everyone knows that. The whole community of blinds and deafs know that the whole thing's fake and they've been saying it for years. You're my hero. I've been trying to tell people this and they all look at me like I'm a lunatic. No one will listen to Helen Keller is a fraud. But now maybe they will. Brian, well, if it's my one goal in broadcasting at 22 years in. <laughs> I have a let, new purpose have my life. new agenda now after 22 years here at KUPD and another five over at The Zone. Jesus Christ, have I been on the air that long? <laughs> Stay with the program, Helen. Sorry, I got a little lost on that one. Uh, <laughs> Adam Ray would say, shout out to me, shout out. Uh, yeah, my new agenda is to make sure that every, by the time I'm done, if everyone is done believing the Helen Keller story, my work here is complete. I hear the Sullivan system one more time. Again, though, that's kind of been in my brain. Like, why is that not a thing for the blinds and the deafs? They don't even teach it. It's like no Sullivan school for, like, this is a tried and true method. It worked on the worst one. You're not even that bad. This will be easy for you. Straight A's for anybody who can just see colors. I don't buy it. People were getting warts and stuff on their face from all the fingers, hands touching. Yeah, and that's a lot. Imagine Helen Keller during COVID. It's like, ah, nobody's talking to you for a while. Yeah. Get your hands off me, perv. It's been two years. (laughs) And the Spanish flu was going on when she was around. So there's like a year she wasn't touching mouths to find out how to get her meds. Nah, it's all hooey. (sighs) The whole thing's hooey. Anyway, let's get right to Did it. Did she do it through gloves? <clears throat> like if she gloved up, could you no, still that's pick a great up question, on the kid. Yeah, how sensitive to the fingers have to the... be? <laughs> that's a good point, man. <laughs> hooey, hooey! I tell you. I honestly, I'm to the point where I don't, I'm not even sure she was a, a thing. I don't know if it was a real thing. I don't know that it was actually there was a Helen Keller. It was all. Fiction. Whole deal. And why? And then she had a daughter. I think the story got around there was a blind and deaf kid running around. So it's like telephone? Yeah. And they're like, you know, pretty good story. What if that, and then like a couple guys smoking ground peyote looking at me. What if that kid like goes to Harvard, like writes books? Like what would be the one thing she can't do? And then they make it a miracle and the dummies in the world. You know, once they found out that you got to remember our great grandparents the very first movie they they saw, they thought that giant people were walking out of the wall. So they weren't a bright group. They didn't have feminine hygiene products till the mid-30s. All right, all right. All right exactly, all right. Brett. You think they could teach a blind deafie how to write a book before they stuffed a piece of cotton in there to clog up the works? So many socks. <laughs> yeah, so many burlap bags got ruined yeah. for no reason. <laughs> Since Brady's beginning of Jesus. And that's the only time I want the Bible to be right, that we're only 5,000 years old, because that only leaves uh, 4,800 years of us not stuffing up the clogger. They just free bled. Go to the creek. (laughs) Yeah, just dip down in the the creek and just like, what are you doing over there, uh, Millie? Nothing. You spilled your tomato soup all over the water. Uh, Yeah, that's what I did. Oh, come on, man. Oh. Oh. Yuck. Oh. 
Yes, you were taking it too far. That's what they were doing. It's a reenactment. I hate to shine a spotlight on what we really are as humans, but Helen Keller ain't real, and my story was. The pictures you paint sometimes. Again, go Ma, back. where's the sponge stick? <laughs> I need it. I'm using it. And then she hands it to you. Now you're up. Yeah. Now it's your stick. Clean it up. Again, once you learn the, where the phrase, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater comes from, you realize how disgusting this whole deal's always been. Everyone took a bath in the same water. Baby was always last. Sometimes it was so mucky black, the baby gets <laughs> lost in the water. And I go, oops, don't throw that out yet. There's a baby in it. There is? Yeah, you can't see through the muck. It, it was, was always a, in the local news. <laughs> Grape Lost cooler. another baby again today. Another baby in the bathwater. Once again, a reminder. It's like keep your kids safe around water. Back then, I was like, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We'll be right back. Check your bucket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they had news still. They... <laughs> Dave Muncy would say, don't throw your baby out with the bathwater. That's great advice, Dave. That's great advice. To build a fence around that bathwater. Uh, it's time for the uh, hot releases. It's brought to you by our friends over at Eric's Family Barbecue. I'm getting email after email. You sent me one yesterday. Yeah. Like, there's been an influx of listeners just shooting over to the barbecue place. And they are loving it. Some guy goes, uh, the headline said, I, it said, I f- hate Eric's Family Barbecue. Or, no, it said something about, uh, I didn't like Eric's Family Barbecue Chicken was the subject. And so I clicked on it. And then it just said, I f- loved it. And then it just went on a list. This guy ate everything. So I've, I, I thought for sure. I'm like, oh, we got our first terrible review. Nope. The guy didn't just, he didn't like it. He loved it. And that place is amazing. If you want to head on over there for your barbecue needs, you are going to the right spot. Eric's family, bbq.com. Eat, mesquite, repeat, skate, skate, skate. Who's first today in the hot release? Bert, Bert, you're all up. right. Why not? All right. Uh, Skindred, you remember them from, uh, we yeah. had them at U-Fest years Love ago. Skindred. Yeah. Uh, they got a new album out called Smile. This is Unstoppable. This was, dude started like kissing guys backstage. Yeah, he was. He got really weird. Yeah, he was oh, weird. yeah. They're great fun, but he yeah. got really handsy and almost rapey. Hey, is, I think that makes the eyes I want to hurt. Life I live it every day, we have to work. Life is great and I don't appreciate that you're trying to bring me down inside the crazy world. Like, hey, you cannot do it, man. So far. I like it. Give me that chorus. Oh, the bridge. I'm digging it. Building, Brett. He tried three times, taking as a piece of my life. Nobody told you that I'm unstoppable. This will be on NFL highlights. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Oh, this is definitely written for sports. I kind of dig that. I like this one. Do you like the new Skindred, Larry? Yeah, we, we actually have one that we've been playing at night called Gimme That Boom. Yeah, it's really, pretty sweet. It's really Remember him backstage, though? Yeah. Kissing people? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Uh, I, was he good? He was great. <laughs> Larry kissed him. I mean, was it? <laughs> the band was good. Yeah, and so but he was, was Benji. Great, but Benji was great. <laughs> okay, yeah, so definitely yeah, check that out because Unstoppable is cool. That was neat. I like the new sk- I'm going to write that down. That I like one. that so much. I'm putting that in my iTunes now. All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, this this one I only pulled out because of the name of uh, the band. An Autumn for Crippled Children. 
That's the name of the band. All right. Don't even play it. Why? This is the best band ever. That's why. We goof around all the time with like, that's a great band name. They actually went forward with it. An Autumn for Crippled Please children. be good. Please. Be the next Beatles. It's got to be a Marcus band. Please be the next Beatles. Welcome to the stage. An Autumn for Crippled Children. You know they had to debate whether they were going to say fall or not. A fall for crippled children would be great, too. Double meaning. Instrumental. But another season, a spring too. A spring for crippled children is a great visual in your brain. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're terrible. I'm not talking about the band. I'm talking about crippled children. All right, so there you go. Oh, that's awesome. greatest yeah. band name ever, and they Flat no not deliver. deliver. Uh, how about Rick Springfield? I'm in. All right. Uh, Automatic is the name of this one. I thought I was going to lose my mom to this guy for a while. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she went to his book signing about f- three or four years ago. Is he covering She still there? would take Rick Springfield's D <laughs> to this moment. My mom Everybody loves this guy. Shaking it, faking it, like a rolly, yeah, yeah. Have a girl with a name like Jaja. Back up on my sh- move it down to Baja. If it's my life, then no. What I was expecting. Not Jesse's girl. I give it to him. He tried to modernize, though, but it's not good. Corey Feldman's kicking. It still turns my mom into angels. Still turns my mom into a slip and slide. She used to watch. General Hospital or wherever the hell he was on, and yeah, he, he was. I think it was. General. Then he had Jesse's girl, and she was in. She liked him and a guy named Dak Rambo, and Dak Rambo. That name? He, he died of AIDS later. She oh. didn't read that room very well. <laughs> she liked him a lot too. Those were the guys that are like, if my mom ever meets him, Dan's gone. Uh, this is Teenage Wrist and uh, Still Love. <laughs> Another good one. I think this one's gonna be bad though. Bad music or bad words. Bad. Well, maybe not. Some of them I just pull out for the name. Like yeah, the, uh, Teenage the Wrist is a great name. Song Still Love. Featuring Soft Cult. Am I reading that right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Make sure I got that well, concept you know. right. <laughs> yeah, that soft Cult. Another good band name. It oh, changed yeah. that letter around. This is like a Nirvana-looking thing. It's like Nirvana meets Except Robert music. Smith. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just from the wrong time. It sounds like mid-90s yeah. post-grunge. Music. There's a band called Catherine Wheel. That yes, yes. Is that Taylor Momsen? It looked like it. This sounds exactly like cult. Catherine Wheel to me. Oh, that's who's soft. That's soft cult. Oh, okay. Okay. Never mind. I won't. He is a clone of Kurt Cobain, though. Like, intentionally. Yeah, that's very uh, mid-90s. That was weird. Brett, you should get a commission because all the texts right now. What was the name of that first band you played? Skindred. There you go. Yeah. 
Uh, Mammoth WVH. Wolfie's uh, got his new album coming out. Uh, This is Take a Bow. Just always remember that Eddie raised him to not look at women. That's right. Made me feel like the oldest creepy. Like taking advantage of being a rock star? No. Women deserve respect, and I would never do that. Gross. Super talented kid, though. Oh, yeah. Hopefully he can eventually write some songs that blow up. That's the problem. Yep. So far, it's been very meh. He needs to get his uncle to help him out, possibly, and uh, <laughs> see if they can help him write some Van Halen-type songs. Yeah, everything I've heard from him so far has been almost good. Yeah. He sings, right? That's yeah. Good. I like his stuff. I'm just, I never seek it out. It's all okay. But that's just it. It's, it's all okay. okay. It's all the middle songs yeah. on, a, on a good album. Yep. But if it had a pop, if I get a hit, yeah. He's close, though. And that'll drink, bring us to N word or F word. Right. This is from uh, Petey Pablo. And I am not freak a leak. There is an S word, but I left the lyrics up, so you'll see it. Yeah, yeah. There is an S word before we get to the payoff. Uh, Toledo won again last week. He's been rolling. I'm going to go with. uh, I'm going to drop the MFR. You're going MFR on this? I think so. Pete Pablo has me confused there. I don't know. Brady? I'm going with a uh, friendly F word. Um, I'll go hardcore. Nasty, mean N-word. There you go. There All we right. go. So friendly one means there's no winner. Right. Friendly means this one goes back on I don't know. That scene, come on. No, he's mad. Okay, you're right. Yeah, he's mad at that guy. It's not really hardcore, but... Yeah, but he's talking about a guy banging his chick, and he calls the N-word, so that's not not friendly at all. (laughs) I'll give you the win on that one. That's a champion's victory right there. (laughs) They're getting into some coke and weed, too, later on. Finally, N-word for the win. I'm back in the column. (laughs) N-word for the win. (laughs) Band name? (laughs) We are... Somebody said something the other day, and I thought they said N-word, and I was like, huh? And it wasn't even, it was inward again, but that one gets me every time. Look inward. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I thought you, I thought you meant something else. All right, uh, Toledo, you're up. All right, as far as games, there's no games out, but if you're a fantasy player, apparently the big deal is Baldur's Gate, which is a game from like 20 years ago. They're releasing Baldur's Gate 3, so nerds will know about that one. I didn't have to tell you about it. Baldur's Gate 3 is really the only game out this week. You're just making words. I know. On Disney Plus, Young Jedi Adventures. Oh, here we go. Watch a future Jedi Master. Oh, it's Kid Jedi's next. Wow. I don't want to see Junior Star Wars enough. It's like Little Einsteins, but Star Wars. No, out. Uh, all right, Reservation Dogs. We were talking about yeah. that the other day on FX. Season 3 debuts, uh, I believe, Friday. Or no, um, Thursday. People who love this show love this hey, show. Yeah. Alex invented, is watching it. He was telling me about it last night. This Gunagahaga guy invented them. Yeah, he was half black, half native. Ooh, don't start talking to yourself. But it's true. 
You believe this guy? <laughs> what? I, I don't know what's going on. The red dogs have returned. So grounded. Where's Bear? I'm old enough to feel old. He didn't come home. One of the Indians went loose. <laughs> I gotta start watching that. Uh, all right, uh, poisoned. The dirty story about your food. Oh, boy. I don't want to Brady, get out of here. This, you can't watch. They? This is like me watching bad dog videos. This is like, to me, this is the Sarah McLaughlin videos for yes, you. Yes, exactly. supply in the entire oh, world. Oh, it's Al Gore telling everybody how things are terrible. Let's remember one thing. We have the safest food supply in the world right here in the U.S. It's laughable. We don't have the safest food system in the world. Don't talk about it. My eyes are burning. <laughs> in the Cut cantaloupe, strawberries, caramel apples, tomatoes, onions, chicken. All these products are likely contaminated. Don't! It is a very scary situation where you have a perfectly healthy 17-year-old female. And 48 hours later, she's dying. It was definitely from E. coli. If I buy chicken at the grocery store, should I assume it's safe for me? Your primary assumption should be that it contains pathogens such as salmonella. I and always think that about chicken. Yeah, I always think that too. That's why you got to fifteen federal the hell agencies out of me. that, in one form or another, are tasked with food safety regulation. Food companies hate regulation. They don't think. Oh, oh baby, Although that Man. does look delicious. Yeah, I mean, eventually that's going to be tasty, but I don't need to see that. <laughs> eventually, put it on a stick and serve it to me. Baby chicks on a conveyor belt falling into a blender. Now, come on. <laughs> what are they? Show me the after. That's not how chicken nuggets are made. Is, they're never cute before they're eaten. That's over the top. I'm not buying into that program. You're not watching that. That's too much for you. Brett, is it the chai or the shy? Uh, the chai. I think it's, it's about Chicago. Right. Oh, the shy then. The, the shy. shy. Yeah, right. shy. Yeah, the yeah. shy season six is out. It's not about shy McBride. Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Uh, new challenges uh, deepening the ties that make their community much more than just a neighborhood. Season six of Chai on August fourth on Paramount Plus. And stumble sometimes, but we gotta help each other get back up again. We all need to be mindful of the company we keep. We can't Yeah, this is a that that shows all about. Chicago. <laughs> Just basically being a mess. Uh, the Lost Flowers of Alice Hart on Prime Video. I have no idea what this is, but it Ooh, stars Sigourney Weaver. What the hell happened out there? The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart starring Sigourney Weaver, Leah Purcell, Asher Kettle. Premieres August 4th. It's a new series. Missing Kid. Fire is an element that requires friction. Oh, it's the new fire starter. Yeah. And oxygen. That's the little gonna redo this. It's fire starter. Yeah, how many times are they going to redo it, though? Too many, because the first one wasn't very good. No. Alice is my granddaughter, and she will be living with us from now on. Light it oh, up. Oh, they kid. put her to work. Oh, yeah. Some they people to. in this town don't Keep like busy. the idea of women running a farm. They don't like that we keep to ourselves and that we're different. This is more than Firestar. There's a lot of dead stuff going on. Oh, it's about, oh, it's going to be like Aliens? mutant ex-women. Oh, there you go. It's ex-women. Freaky. Gross. So uh, can't we have anything just be ours? Why do women always have to? We're going to make one, too, ex-women. They had a soothsayer, a psychic, a fire starter, <laughs> a, a necromancer. 
So it's the boys for chicks? Kind of. Except for, yeah, because it's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> On so Netflix. it's the WNBA boys. <laughs> On Netflix, ahead of Just in Time for This Weekend's Big Fight, the untold Jake Paul the Problem Child documentary on Netflix. Might be good. Might be Unfortunately, good. he's interested. I just want to say hi. I'm Jake Paul. I'm a seashell collector and professional boxer knocking people the fuck. Thank you. Jake doesn't mind being the bad guy. He didn't just pick a fight with one. Yeah, this is going to be a moneymaker for Jake yeah. Paul. He's he's a he's PT Barnum. Ariel Helwani in it. He and his brother good. are PT Barnum with some athletic ability that's yeah. kind of through the moon. Yeah, you can't can't deny what they did. We're oh, talking with Alex yeah, about the us. fact they they managed to get a couple hundred million dollars in boxing events and never it went through the ranks. There's it's a impressive. house that uh, sold recently, kind of behind us, up on up on a hill overlooking the orchards in Mesa. To a YouTube family, it's like a four million dollar house. All they do is make YouTube all day. Wow. Videos. That's no it. kidding. I can't remember what Alex told. You? Yeah, what <laughs> Alex told me the the name of it was, but they're they're out there in Mesa, and they that's how no they kidding. got that the house. Uh, from the mind of Seth Rogen, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem is the big theater release this weekend. Seth Rogen did this. Seth Rogen did this. I'm awesome. Animated. Any of the voices, one of the characters. Boys, where have you Not been? one of the turtles. <laughs> Isn't a We're ice cube in this? Running errands. Yes. Oh, look, we're really sorry, Splinter. Some of the guys wanted to get pizza, and I tried to talk them out of it. Leo! You ratted us out. Hey, don't use that word that way. I mean, it's twenty twenty three. Sorry, Dad. That's enough. <laughs> From Nickelodeon and Seth uh, Seth Rogen. All right, the other one, Meg Two, The Trench, oh. starring your boy Jason Statham. <laughs> I'm gonna wrestle a giant shark, but do it from a boat. I'm the only one on the earth can fight it. Go to this island with a bunch of crappy animals on it for 65 million years. I fought sharks very fast. In the jungle? Is yeah, it a land? Jungle shark. A land Meg? Could be. The ocean can't hold him, Brady. He's going to eventually come up here with us. And dinosaurs and stuff, too. This movie's ridiculous. This is Jurassic Park. Until the Meg shows up. Yeah, yeah. You think that so, T-Rex is strong. T-Rex Watch is this. Boom, <laughs> nice. That's right, and it's my job to stop that thing. And then he just goes back into the water. Yeah, that's what I do. I'll go back in after him. I'm Joe. doing some pull-ups. That should help. We'll need your help. <laughs> We're detecting increased aquatic activity 25,000 feet deep in the trench. It's an ancient ecosystem untouched by man. Whatever is down there is trying to make its way to the surface. Armageddon on the, the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, Patel and the boys are down there. There goes tight, Titan 1 him. and 2. <laughs> <laughs> this is Armageddon on the bottom of the ocean. It's the stupidest thing ever that maybe draws my eye. <laughs> right. That's all it's about. Whoa! Get up! Come on, Statham, do something. We've got company. That's the biggest night I've ever seen. Biggest snake anyone's ever seen. That's the apex predator. Everybody back here to the station! Not according to Brady. It was the orchestra. Wow, they didn't know about that. Yeah. Three massive mechs, and who knows what else have escaped the bridge. I want to watch it, though. And who knows what else... Everything else. Kirby's oh. excited for it. Right, because she's a, a kind of a mush-headed child. <laughs> she's got to grow into adulthood. 
Yeah. And Ronnie. Well, and well Ronnie has the worst taste of movies ever. So that, she's she's got the movie taste of a mush-headed child, so it works out. <laughs> and Jason Statham's in it, and he's a handsome bastard, and people and chicks dig that. They'll watch him do whatever. I'll get your wife all moist for you, Brady. Don't worry about it. Is that this Friday, or when is it? Yeah, Friday. Yeah. I'll have your, your wife as when wet. Is it? I say, have your wife as wet as your mouth right before you bite down on those ribs. <laughs> No, where you self-lubricate is different. Jason. It's true. You could put anything in Brady's mouth if he had some ribs nearby. He's all lubed up. <laughs> You're not wrong. You could drive a Hyundai it. in that thing. Or slip right in. Right in. Right in. <laughs> anyway, all right, there you go. Meg. <laughs> Two. Right, because the first one needed a follow-up. <laughs> I'm not done with this. What happens next? Uh, that's it. There's your uh, hot releases. See you by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ.com. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. And why is that, Brett? We both know. <laughs> uh, start it's wearing a, wool. <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> we got to stop having these inside the show conversations and dragging them on the air. Why? No, you're right. It's fun. <laughs> and this is why we do not video yeah, between. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know how the radio shows do it. You have to vent some terrible things. Anyway, uh, it's 9.59 here in the morning sickness. It is uh, time for the entertainment drill. Brought to you by ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And if you're in the uh, if you're in the world of like wondering, I, my physical therapist, uh, uh, the one that's working on my shoulder right now with me, she was she jogs on that same trail that girl got murdered on a little while ago. <laughs> Fun, and, yeah, I know. And we're talking about it because she's into uh, self-defense stuff. She does some martial arts things. We were chatting, and I told her so you should go to the uh, tactical black one of these times. And she's interested. And then she said to me, she goes, I jog on that same trail, and she goes, everything's different now. She goes, I won't go out there alone. I've got, you know, there's people who it's empty. And I'm like, isn't that weird? I'm like, you know, all you have to do is kind of get yourself aware, which is smart. And being aware, part of it is, is just not going places anymore. Uh, the odds of it happening on that same trail again are slim. But if you read the details of that tragedy that happened on that, high, that running trail up there in Scottsdale, the girl fought back. She didn't make it, but she fought back. And that's why the guy ran away. The defensive wound she had. Had she had any training at all, probably would have landed a blow that would have stopped that guy. Any training at all. Uh, and, and, and it isn't, you know, and you can say, oh, she's a girl and this guy was strong. Uh-uh. That dude ran away with what she did have. Give her a little training. They do. It is such a mind-blowing difference to learn how to punch. People think they can punch. Learn how to punch. And, and people who can punch know. If you've boxed, if you've done martial arts, you're like, John's right. People who say they can punch might punch hard, but there's a system to it, and you can just get better and better. Even if you've got a heavy natural hand, they can turn that into a just an absolute weapon of war if you get a little training. It's uh, it's essential to kind of be able to defend yourself. Thinking you can defend yourself and actually being able to defend yourself are two different things. I'm totally an example of that. Uh, and you can get out there and learn all sorts of stuff. Trust me. Uh, you don't want to be wandering around on trails thinking of the last horrible thing that happened out there. You want to be wandering around on trails enjoying yourself. 
And when you're armed and equipped mentally with stuff that will make you go, you know what, I feel safer? You can enjoy yourself a little more. It's preparation. It is not paranoia. And they teach you all that, how you can get through every single day in case the world goes sideways on you. And no, you know what? I've been trained to get out of this pickle. Let's see what we can do. Uh, they can help you. ReactDefense.com. They're in Phoenix. They're in Glendale. They are in Chandler. And they've been around for a long time, and they're staying a lot longer. They're the only ones. All the rest of them come and go. Not this one. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. We had some celebrity deaths. Uh, a young one, Ang- Angus Cloud yeah. from Euphoria, 25 years old. They're not uh, saying of death. he yeah. killed himself. His father died like a week ago. Uh, he's had mental health issues. Just reading between the lines, I think he took his life. Pro wrestling legend, exotic Adrian Street passed away. He was 82. I don't, I don't know really, yeah, I don't. 82, though, would have been, he would have been hanging around the Hulk Hogan days. 40 years Just ago. Just a little before. He'd probably maybe. been. Yeah, it would have been before, but he would have still been there. Suzanne Summers is battling breast cancer for a second time. Nah. Uh, Dame Judy Dench wants to keep on working as much as she can, but her macular degeneration makes it hard for her to see on movie sets. Helen Keller did it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Toledo's right. Toledo's right. Helen Keller wrote books. My mom has been diagnosed with that. What? They're really? real macular. And it's a little spot in your eye. And it, I'm like, well, what are they doing? Like, Nothing. Hmm. Like, there's the, the dry one, there's two different kinds. Can the lens replacement nope. help that? No. Nope. nope. There's absolutely it's actually zero you can do about one part. Like, there's different kinds, and one of them is just like, nope, you got the one that you can't fix. It just gets, it just, again, degenerates. She's at a good spot with it, but I mean, that's a, you read about that, it's a horrible thing. Ridley Scott says, that seeing the Joker convinced him to cast Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon. Which is, have you seen the trailer for that? Yeah. And he's not short good? enough in it. Is he too tall? Yeah, bothers I you. I mean, if, if, if you're well, going to do it, get a short guy. Yeah, if he's 5 call Cruz. Five two in real life. Why is Peter Dinklage not mad at this? Right. The Japanese uh, aren't real happy. With uh, Warner Brothers All Japan. The whole lot. <laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> Pretty much. We are not happy, all of us. Warner Brothers. Rise of Japan, the wreck of the sun. <laughs> Warner Brothers Japan is upset about Barbenheimer memes that oh, uh, yeah. people are putting out. Mixed. Yeah, it's exactly. They're, is it a melting doll? Well, they're doing Barbie with the atomic bomb explosion. Yeah, in the that's back. what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's terrible. There's a group that's going to be a little bit triggered by the nuclear holocaust. <laughs> it is a Japan and not a hippie. All right, get over it, chief. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Billie Eilish's performance at Lollapalooza on Thursday will be solar-powered. Hooray. They set up a little temporary Rah-rah. solar farm. It will be installed in the festival grounds. Uh, to charge zero emission battery systems. Just hers? Run it through the whole thing. Because it doesn't work as good. Probably that solar farm isn't big enough. Not enough electricity. You've got to muck up the entire Grant Park with solar panels. You know somebody's going to be back there with an extension cord waiting to plug in as soon as that (laughs) solar battery dies. Just in case Ocean Eyes starts fading. I ain't losing that money. It's props. Probably. And anybody in the crowd going to be like, God, this show wasn't very good, but at least it's solar powered. Nobody's ca- nobody cares where the juice comes from. Get Dave Draymond on the solar power. That guy can't even get through a hot day. <laughs> anyway, all right, we're all done. That's it. 
uh, Tuesdays in the books. We learned a lot today. Helen Keller was a first ever deep fake, I think, and I think we've cleared that up pretty clearly. We'll come up with more. It's a lot better than those people that run around saying that the Nazis weren't real. I'm not going that far. It's not a comfortable thing to say, but think about it. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, we're all done. Uh, Larry's coming up next. He's got you uh, some good stuff. So if you're nice to Larry, he's going to get you some beautiful things. And uh, remind you again that tomorrow we'll be all ready to go with Ching Chavez, the summer brew. Ready to blow up tomorrow over at Four Peaks. We're going to have our party. You can still get six packs. Uh, not many left, but you can get the Sixers. And I highly recommend drinking that stuff out of the bottle. Something about that. I got some at the H&H Ranch. Popped one open. As tasty as ever. Had one on uh, Friday night. So good. It was our last one, too. It was the last of the Ching Chavez. So uh, if you can get it in the bottles, it's fantastic. If not, they got it on tap. You can knock that out. All the proceeds that we can gather, we will give to the American Huma- or Arizona Humane Society and pop it over to them. And uh, they do great things from there on out. So it's all for a good cause, and it's beer. Tell me what we're doing wrong, because I don't see a downside here. Uh, it's beautiful. Tomorrow, over there at Four Peaks in Tempe, 6 to 8 o'clock, we'll see you there. Larry's got more for you. You guys be kind to him. We'll see you on Wednesday in the Morning Sickness. So long! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98.